podcast charge. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 120 of Lost in Translation Mod. I'm May. And I'm Jay. We think, maybe, not sure. And this time we watched The Gorge of Deception. Or Recolcions of My Mother, Hal Magalgumon. Fantastic. And we also watched Falcomon, Friend or Foe. Or The Alley is Falcman, Violent Blastman. 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 For Digi News this week, I'm again going to be on the With The World podcast this weekend, so we won't go too deep into Digi News. However, there's just one bit of Digi News that I'm very excited about, and I've been very, very excited about it this all day, is that this morning I woke up to the news that Digimon Lynx is going to be released in English, and you can already pre-register for it on the Google Play Store on Android, what, which I did. pre-order this Digimon deodorant? I hate you so much. <laughs> I legitimately don't know what you're talking about. Digimon Lynx is another free-to-play garbage Digimon game. Oh my god, there's so much free-to-play garbage. This one's a little better than Digimon Heroes. God, Digimon is garbage, isn't it? That's why no one no, would pay for no. it. Well, Except you. It's a, it is better than Digimon Heroes, and it uses the same graphics as in Cyber Sleuth, so it's not terrible. It's not the car- the uh, align the cards thing. How come they haven't just like ripped it off and made Digimon Go? Because they're above that. Are they? Yes. Really? Yeah. You think free-to-play card garbage game is somehow above Digimon Go? Well, at least that they're doing imaginative ideas, and it's their ideas, and not, they're not ripping off someone else's idea. Also- Are you telling me that that other game has not been made a million times, and this one just had a Digimon skin on it? No, Digimon Lynx looks pretty unique. And I don't mean Lynx, I don't know what Lynx is. I mean whatever the other one was. Digimon, no, Digimon Hero is just generic free-to-play. That's what I'm talking about! The fact that there is generic free-to-play means they don't have that we-need-to-make-unique-game morals. Yeah, but... The only reason that you said they wouldn't do Pokemon Go is because it'd be too obvious. Yeah, okay, they would they, also get cease and desist, like, instantly. Not necessarily. Mm. You wouldn't call it Pokemon... You wouldn't call it Digimon Go, you'd call it Digimon Went. Oh my god. Which would be an accurate reflection of the tide of Digimon fandom oh it went <laughs> that's that's a strong one i have to admit we don't know where it went it just maybe it was never there to begin with <laughs> it's just you when you're imagining everyone else all the letters we get for this show you send them in and i just don't know yeah there we are every, every, all, all of our listens are just me listening to the our episodes over and over again in repeat just sitting there like deku in the first episode of my hero academia when he's rocking back and forth <laughs> excited to watch all accelerating my accelerating infinitely that's me that that is me when whenever with, with our podcast i'm i'm the only listener all of our patron supporters are just me you send out the show to all the quote-unquote listeners and then you just whisper to yourself do not worry i am here yeah what a good anime <laughs> and for lost news lately mon First of all, there's been a new milestone that we've met, and I'm going to be adding a new milestone shortly, but I haven't made the post about it as of we're recording now, because we're recording on Thursday, and I was going to do that, but I haven't had time to add it yet. But the new milestone will be every so often we will release it, well, by we will mean me, and I will get have a guest host on, like a, another friend that's not Jay, because I do know other people. And we'll be, we'll be watching what the fandom considers the best episodes of Digimon. And what this fandom best episode of Digimon is judged by is a survey that I'm going to be releasing once Atmon is finished. And hopefully that, that survey goes well and lots of people answer it, not just listeners of the podcast. I, I, want, I plan to spread it as much as I can. Spread this like wildfire. Yeah. Which I, is a really awkward thing to say nowadays, what 
with the half of America burning. And half of it underwater. Yeah, I mean, that past doesn't make the wildfire a bit awkward. Poor America. <laughs> and also, America has Donald Trump. So America's just not doing too well at the moment. So yeah, I'll be sending that and hopefully it goes well. And that'll be the milestone. So we're watching whatever people consider the best episodes of Digimon with guest hosts every... I think it's a month. I already wrote up the post. I just haven't published it yet because I haven't gone around to it. Well, Donald Trump truly is the Digimon of presidents, isn't he? Hey. It's okay. George Bush is the Pokemon. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's fine. Because now that we have... Wait. The, wait. Because now, now we have this one. We're like, oh man, I really wish we had Pokemon back. No. You look you full of, so full of despair. No. I'm just messing with you. I know, but no. It seems to have worked. No. Nah. Come on. What's Doggymon's then? <laughs> Doggymon's is Ted Cruz. No. <laughs> you cut that out. <laughs> Doggy, Doggymon's is an institution, Jay. <laughs> what is he then? He's the EPA run badly, but needed. Doggymon's is the Abraham Lincoln. That doesn't make any sense at all. Are you trying to tell me that Digimon assassinated Doggymon's? Yeah. You don't know that. Maybe Dogmon's came first. I don't think it did. Maybe Digimon killed it. I don't know. But the point is, Dogmon ripped off Digimon. I mean, obviously. So that means Digimon is a good anime because people only want to copy what's good. That's... I rest my case. That's so not... That's okay. And, as I mentioned, I will be on the With The Will podcast this weekend. So look forward to that. And I will be tweeting about it. Like, retweeting the With The Will post about it. And we also got a bit of art. Yay! It's from Embermoto, and it is uh, referring to what I said in the last episode, which was when Cherrymon says, my my bite is not as bad as my bark. What what was it? No, my, my bite is much worse than my bark. Yeah, because yes. it's covered in bark. And uh, I made a joke about what if he just starting to, started to bite Agumon and started to nibble on him. So Embermoto drew that, and it's really, really cute, and it, it made my day because I saw it when I was at work. You, you're like, look at this thing! And I'm like, is there any context for this at all? And you're like, I love it! Yeah, but it was literally what, what we were talking about, so it was great. I love it. So I, I will always, always, always accept art that references our podcast. It's great. So thanks for that. And on to Obnoxious Synopsis. The first episode that we're watching this week is called The Gorge of Deception, or Recollections of My Mother. Hal, Mac Galgamon. What do you think will happen in this episode? So, I'm thinking that, like, obviously we're going to have a Toma-focused episode in which they go into the Gorge of Deception, which leaves them with, like, illusions and stuff, which is going to play with their self-doubt, and it's going to give you a bit of character moments and stuff. And one of Thomas' things is we know that we he's worried about not having a family and whatever, but he'll remember, oh, my mom loved me, though, and that the power of love will get him through the, the valley of whatever Majigirunoni. Right. Also, he will evolve a Digimon and have a fight at some point. What do you think the monster of the weeks will be? Any, oh, any guesses? Oh, come on. Oh, um, wait. Uh, we're in a big foggy valley, presumably. Spiders? What's the one from Zero Two? Dokugamon. I was thinking more Arukenimon. Ah, okay. Well, Dokugamon evolves also into Arukenimon. Spiders. Anything else? Or just spiders? I don't know, dude. Digimon are weird. They suck. Do you think anything will annoy you in this episode? And you're allowed to say that you don't like Toma, because I can tell that you're liking Toma more now. He's better. Um, it's almost like he's getting some sort of growth of you know, character. Uh, before he gets his character growth, Yoshi would be like, I'll be, I'll handle this. And Sunflowmon would be like, oh no, we got defeated. What happened? Sunshine Beam. Oh, <laughs> Sunshine Beam. 
Sunshine. Ha. So, um, stop that. <laughs> no, I'm meant to be winning. I hope she gets better. Mm-hmm. Maybe she does. I've already seen the episodes. Ooh. Do you think it'll be a good episode? Mm, I think it'll be all right. Better than the Geo Greymon to Rise Greymon episode? I don't think it has as many opportunities for plot holes since it's essentially like filler. We have to get to the end of this, you know, evolution arc episode. You can't call evolution arc episodes filler. It is, though. They're not filler. It is. Do you think it'll be a good episode? Uh, let's, let's be on the optimistic side of it and then regret it later. See, I'm glad that you're optimistic because when, in the episode that we recorded last night, episode 119... This is like, Savers sucks now. Yeah, you, you were very negative about the whole Savers thing, but it, so it's good to see that uh, you're a bit more optimistic, which is good, still. Please well, get ready. I, I thought these episodes were both much better than the episodes we covered in 119, but I guess we'll get to that soon. What rating? Seven. Filler or not filler? Not technically, only for reasons of um, you evolve somebody is it not going to be filler. Okie dokie. And the second episode that we're watching this week is called Falcomon, Friend or Foe? Or The Allies Falcomon? Violent Blossomon. What do you think will happen in this episode? So obviously this doesn't give you a lot of information there, but we're going to have a bit more input on the Almon's um, like motivations and Ikuto probably. And at some point, you know, Yoshi's Digimon's going to evolve for whatever reason reason yeah i don't know what's up with falcomon and it's not really clear and there's no i can't give there's no indication going forward so i can't really give you any good predictions on this do you think anything will annoy you on this episode um it would just be like the oh my god humans are the worst thing ever also we've only seen you three times ever in our entire lives just my uh, continuations of my complaints from the last episode. So you think that they they'll explain or at least hint at why they hate Digimon so they hate, they hate humans so much? No, that's exactly why I think I'd be annoyed is that they okay. would fail to do so. Do you think it'll be a good episode? Uh, you know what? Probably not. What rating? Like five. Oh no, that's that's not a good sign. Filler or not filler? Te- again, technically no. Okay, well, uh, I guess onto the show then. Unless you have anything else to say. No, bro. Let's go. 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 Let's go. The start of the episode starts off with something that we haven't seen for quite a while. And it's the kids walking through the desert. Joyous day. Did you miss it? No, not at all. I missed it. We get it back. We get it back. Did you actually miss it? No. But, you know, it's like... I almost felt like they were giving tribute to previous seasons. I would almost think that if the desert wasn't hilariously boring. Well, it's a desert. No, but, like, they can make deserts interesting. Even the adventure deserts were interesting. They had stuff in them, like telephone poles. This it's, is just flat ground. It's a, it's plain. It's a plain plain. Like, it's just very basic. It's, Plains have grass on them, so it's not a plain. It's a desert plain. <sighs> Plains in magic are just very boring and plain. It's a plain plain. That's why it's called plain. Tons of planes of magic have, like, buildings in them, and they're really cool. Yeah, but this one's not. This one's just ground. I mean, it had some digital world weirdness where it had, like, weird colours going on. Yeah, but that wasn't part of the desert. That was in the sky. Okay, yeah, but it was still... You could still see it was a digital world. It wasn't... It wasn't... The desert didn't look real enough to be... It was lame. Just accept that it was lame. Well, I liked it. But I it's still... because you like Digimon okay, for reasons fair, I can't understand. I still think that the advent- Digimon Adventure had the best desert because uh-huh. of the phone boxes. And I think Tamers actually had the worst. Because it didn't even oh, have real bad. that sort of... Even, unless you looked up to the sky and you saw like the, the weird stuff going on, it was still desert. Oh, the satellite dish rocks. 
I think Frontier was okay with the desert but, because it had Bergamon mm, in it. I can't remember there being a desert in Frontier. Yeah, but they went through a sandstorm and then they, were, they found the Bergamon village. Is that what happened in that episode? Yeah, <laughs> because Takuya uses his goggles. Look, I have to take your word for it on that because I do not remember. Yeah, well... Frontier is slowly being erased from my memory and not fast enough. That was quick. Not fast enough. <laughs> Algamon is complaining and Masaru asks how far away they have to walk. Thomas says they have to return to the real world where the portal is, and the only way to do that is to go to where Marukimon's portal is. Master is just like, I just want to punch some guys. Yeah, just saying, well, I just want to fight Marukimon and then we'll go back. And Thomas like, well, I guess you're not wrong. Like, we do have to fight him, presumably. And I like this. It's sort of, Toma doesn't make any sort of snide remark of how he's intelligent and how Masaru's not because they're friends now. He just sort of says, well, that is true. It's not, though. I can't believe they've never considered diplomacy as a viable option. No, nah, Masaru's there punching things. No, I get that. But, like, Toma should be like, hey, chill out, guy. Maybe we can talk to him. They've, they never address that as a possibility because... It's a Digimon show, and Digimon shows you fight the Digimon. Yeah, it's always, always fighting. But even though if you were to, say, come across a foreign nation you'd never met before, you might communicate with them and try to understand what they want Mm. and talk to them. Yes. And do diplomacy. And war is your last option. But why would you ever want to do that when you could just punch a bad guy? Just right in there. Punch him. Because the bad guys can all teleport into your cities and blow you up with their magic powers. Maybe it's worth talking to them. But what if... If, what if they would do that and well, because you tried talking to them there's no way you could know that yeah that's true it's more likely they do it because you punch them we do find out soon enough it's a revenge story on the side of these Digimon so it's probably the fact that punching happened in the first place definitely punch Digimon that is how you solve things oh my god you'd be the worst at this the Digimon I would be so are, disappointed the Digimon are angry because humans have been killing Digimon we should probably kill Digimon yeah, obviously they come across a city and we find out that it's built sideways and it's, this is this is what I love about the digital world. Like this really sort of random like, oh, it's a city. Oh, but it's sideways. It's great. This is actually pretty good. The question, obviously, is it two cities? I think it's just like, I think it's one city, but I feel like they're just grown on the walls. Yeah, yeah, but they're on two different walls, right? And the valley's wide enough that the city has an end on each side. So the question then is, does the city go all the way to the bottom and then sort of become upright for a second and then go all the way back up? Or does it stop at some point on the way down and there are actually two cities facing each other. I think it's bottomless. That means there is no connection. Yeah, you're right. It's two cities. Yes! We we solve something. But that's okay because the city's irrelevant because the only reason the cities are there is to have something to stand on because it's the valley of, sorry, the gorge of despair. Yeah, but who cares? It looks cool. I have a question for you, in fact, about this. Yes. Because we find out very soon the reason, it's, it's only called the gorge of despair in English, right? I swear they mentioned it once in the original but I could be wrong. Well, I, I definitely know it's the gorge of despair. No, I it's officially known as the Gorgeous Pair in, in English. Yes. And I can't think of any reason for it to be called the Gorgeous Despair, except that Metal Phantomon makes you feel despair. Yes. But does that mean he's been there since it was named? Yes. That's that's insane. When he was a little Bakemon. But then he wouldn't be despair, because he wouldn't do have the same powers. Well, he has similar powers. Not really. Wouldn't be despair. It'd be like spooky. Yeah, he's a bit spooky. Should we call the, the Gorgeous Spooks? And then he becomes Phantomon with the Gorge of Puns. <laughs> the gorge actually evolves with him. That's dumb. It evolves with his superpower. It was a little farming town when he's a Bakemon. Yeah, he was like, "Ooh, I'm going to eat your bananas." <laughs> the little farming towns don't have bananas, May. Well, they have Digimon bananas, which are the weird Digimon ones that they had in 
the it tastes like meatloaf the bucking one episode i don't remember that slowly erasing it from my memory may slowly it was, erasing bu- it was it. the one with buck on lose your power i remember that part that i'm never losing yeah i just remember them dancing and then then sore playing helmets which yes. is also a beanie to be a mantra <laughs> Uh, ruining it forever. Um, so yeah, I don't know why it's called the Gorgeous Despair, but I guess they didn't care because, oh, despair happened in the episode, so it must be what it's called always. While the characters are looking at the Gorgeous Despair and the buildings, there's like sort of some background music in the original. In the dub, Tom is explaining how anything is possible in the digital world. And I'm like, well, yeah, he's, he's not How wrong. would he know that? Yeah, there's also that. But it's also, I guess it's because it's the digital world. You can just sort of say, well, it's digital, so it basically everything can exist the way it can. And because of someone's programming. But or... he doesn't know the rules that way. He couldn't know that. You're right. You're right. You're they don't know right. that Digimon are digital. They actually don't know that. Okay, you're right. Yeah. Do, like, do they know? Because we've, we've had in other seasons, they've introduced the idea of the digital world being in computers and in the internet, right? Yeah. But they've always told them that in the digital world. From the human's perspective, the digital world appears to be another dimension, doesn't it? Yes. So, like, what gives? There there seems to be so much stuff in Savers where they go, well, you've watched all the other seasons of Digimon, so of course this is the way it is. Well, this is only in the dub, this line. Um, Speaking of only in the dub, uh, it's pointed out in an an email that we got, well, in a message we got, which I want to mention just right now. Apparently, I just missed it somehow. In the last episode, I think it was, or whenever episode they were talking about Mercurimon and they say in Japanese, he's oh he's the forest guardian or whatever and the yeah. second one they say he's the rule of the digital world or something yeah when Tomo is saying oh he must be trying to rule the digital world and the real world in that same conversation where he says that stupid thing he also says oh and he lives in infinity ice ridge oh so he somehow knew that beforehand and even though they have teleporting technology do not just go straight there in i the think English. i think i just trust this show so- too much i'm sort of like yeah all no, right no because you have the same you have the exact thing they're exploiting which is the you know everything about digimon why would you question this because this is what it always is this is our formula but the problem with Digimon beginning again every new season is that the rules are different. Yes. And what's awful about that is it's unfair for them to be like, but this is the rules, right? Digital world is, is digital and takes with computers and this is how Digimon react because they have other things that don't react the same yeah. way. Are Digimon genderless or not? You're right. And it would make sense if in this universe, the humans had been to the digital world like many, many times before. But from what we know is that they've been there once and it was pretty much a failed expedition, and they lost a dude, they wouldn't have had time to write down and give places names. Absolutely. And the only the only possibility that I can see is that other humans have gone there, but they have been so unwilling to talk about, like, in any sort of detail, other dats, like, wings and branches, that I don't think there are any. Like, not that... Uh, I think they, are, they exist. I don't think they've done anything. Of, of any sort of note. Or the writers just didn't feel the need to give them anything. Absolutely. Which I'm really sad about because, as I've said, I don't remember much because I, I watched all of this in a very short amount of time and not a lot stuck. But I don't think that they address the other Dats factions. And that's something I'm kind of disappointed about. I feel like... I mean, not in the way of, like, Digimon World Tour, like, that Zero Two did, because that was not entirely enjoyable. <laughs> no, that, that sucked, but, like, you don't need it to be a, look, this this exists, and then move on and not yeah. be important forever, but just introduce them, and then have them be part of the story. Yeah. There is an element coming in this episode, though, and I'll, we'll get there, where I know we established, because uh, because they asked Jeff uh, Nimoy about yeah. whether or not they knew what was going on ahead of time in this season, and they yeah. said, he said that they did, I said 
suspect, and we, we have a huge message about this, but yeah. I suspect for another reason as well. Either that's not true, other way it's probably true, or they just forgot stuff as they went. Yeah, which, which is possible. But it's so weird because the original Japanese is aware of what's coming. Yeah. So the fact that you would change things to make it wrong is absurd. Yeah. No, that makes that makes sense. It's it still seems strange to me that like the subtitles wouldn't just be your script. However, you could just say that Toma is just wrong. Like he's just assuming this information that he got from somewhere, but it's not 100% accurate information because no one knows for sure. Uh, I don't mean just that though. I mean like taking into account the seven deadly sins versus the, which just naturally influences Digimon and the uh, Digimon are feeding intentionally off human emotion, right? Yeah. In the letter we're going to read it probably at the end of the show. I think we got it just today though, so maybe it's next week. No, no, no. I, I put I, it's, I wrote it down before we started recording. Then in the message, that uses that as an example of like, the show works differently because of this. And if you knew how it worked in the future, you'd know it would be stupid to change it. Yes. And yet they did. Right. But I feel like they could have easily fixed this. Yeah, by using the subtitles as a script. It's just that Jeff Nemo wouldn't have had or, a job. <laughs> alternatively, if you just said, right, Toma has... The Austrian faction of Dats knows more about the digital world because they've studied it more or they've actually done multiple expeditions there and know different places. Oh, for sure. And they've given this information to Toma. But there's so many... Again, though, if you knew this information, just put the portal in his house. Yeah, that too. And, like, that's just how it goes. Yeah. Because they don't... They didn't... They're not aware that they need to have all the Digimon evolve, right? They don't know that. So, they thought they were already prepared to fight him. Yes. Just go straight there. But they have to have evolution arc first. But they don't know that. Well, this, they all know the script. Tom actually has access to his sli- oh in, it, to the script in his laptop. The show is... This show is entertaining, which is more than I could say for Frontier, but it's it's weirdly the opposite of Frontier, where Frontier was boring and awful to watch. Mm-hmm. And you could you always you we always said like it has a reasonable foundation yeah. and then it uses it off it uses yeah. it really badly. Frontier has a great foundation. Whereas Savers is fairly entertaining to watch, but its foundation is trash. <laughs> It is built on a big mountain of trash that is constantly falling over. Well, which one would you prefer? Because I prefer, I prefer a good show. En- I prefer to be entertaining to watch. Yeah, because... And you have to say, like, hey, you, you have a bad foundation, but you managed to make something good. Well done. It's like Atmon, like, well done. You somehow made the most annoying premise actually one of the best seasons in Digimon. Congratulations. And it's like Lane, where you go, I absolutely understand that you have a really great premise and a really great foundation and your themes are great, but there's like half of your episodes are so boring. It's like unpleasant. (laughs) As I said, I I feel like it would have been better if we watched Lane all at once or if we just read the manga. Apparently the manga's really good. I did suggest it. I'm always going to bring it back. Whenever you say that, I, I, I said we should do them all at once. And you're like, no. No, no, that would be too much work. And now, now you know how we feel. But I'm also really bad at paying attention for more than like an hour at a time. But so. we'd be doing it in chunks, right? We'd watch the show, we'd do an episode, watch the show, do an episode. No, I, I still, I still feel like I'd die. No, I know that. But then we could do six in a row, and then we can do it another time. Okay, I, I guess that. I guess maybe once a month is really difficult for watching this kind of show. Yeah, I'm so glad we're not talking about Digimon though. That's so good. I'm glad that I keep maneuvering you into this. No, don't do that. Then the characters are going to climb the buildings and they're climbing down with a rope and Agumon cuts it while they're still descending on the rope and it's really cute and Garmon's just like, you were meant to wait until we're all down and Agumon's like, oh, okay. 
That makes sense, I guess. In the dub, there's actually some dialogue about how when Agumon is cutting the rope. He's like, oh, I can cut this now, right? <laughs> it weirds me out that Masaru went down without a rope and then it cuts to him climbing down a rope. Like, it just materialized below him somehow. I took that they jumped onto the first one because it was closer and this is actually another one that's mm, further that's down. That's probably true. Yeah. But it's less just, funny. That's just what I got. Okay. Masaru just like, oh, right. I'm falling now. Can someone please drop a rope? I can't use my escape rope. There will fall faster than me for some reason because that's how gravity works there's a uh there's the ghost looking virus thing from Kuramon. from our war game yeah and like oh look at that guy that that probably shouldn't be here is, is, is willis here is willis is here is willis coming is that what's is he like rio did he switch universes he's actually uh maruki mon's true identity oh god not Willis. what if willis was akuto or or if Willis was Masaru's dad. Could be Ikuto. Ikuto's English sucks. Oh, that's right. Um, so Ikuto, speaking of which, is watching them all in a big magic pool, which isn't that what the evil legendary warriors did? Um, Have a big... Mercurymon watched it on his reflection on oh, the, in the shield. mirror. Right. And Ranamon watched it in water because she was water. That's the one. But that's the... I believe the only times that we saw characters from the evil spirits watching the kids. But I, I guess that... I, I didn't make that connection, but I, I see what you're saying. It just looks familiar. Uh, familiar? Familiar. Similar. Familiar. That, so, like, that sounds like a bone in your body. The fim... Ah, yes. The, the familiar. The, it's, it's really close to the fibula. Yeah. That's where I got it from. So there are big spiders and they attack. And and this is... When we did obnoxious synopsis, I was going to die because you said, I bet Takugamon would be there. And I was like, how? <laughs> how? How? It just seemed like a... a, a spidery name and that's the only spider i know but this no you know you actually thought it was arakenimon oh yes sorry no and then i was like dakugamon you're like oh that's a spider too that one then (laughs) how did you how did you guess that how did you how because you told me it after i guessed spiders no i said oh do you mean dakugamon because when i think spider digimon i think of dakugamon anyway how did you guess for in general how did you guess spiders because i want you it weren't seemed even like a me. spider thing i mean they weren't the, the main boss i would have otherwise guessed ghosts which it turns out also would have been true yeah if you said ghosts and spiders i i would have flipped the table over <laughs> I only thought it'd be spiders, though, so... Well, I guess I was only half right. Um, so, they all go... They basically all get captured, right? Yes. But Yoshi gets captured first. That's important, because she's the worst. Oh, I didn't even notice that she got captured first. I think that's because I try not to. Um, and then they all fall into the valley and die, presumably. Wait, no, they just go to sleep. Because, you know, you couldn't have just let them drop to their death. The true baddie just makes you take a nappy nap. Yeah, exactly. And it hangs them up in the Digimon are all in this net, which they will be in for so long with no one looking at them. It will suddenly, it will go from, oh no, they're trapped too comically. Why aren't they trying to get out of this net? And they do later on, quite easily. Oh no, it's because Galmon evolves. Yeah, so it's... I feel like... They they literally never try. Surely the fire one would try to set fire to the spider web. Yeah, and then have a comedy moment where Galmon's like, no, stop that. Like, I'll die. The thing is, I didn't think that that would be... I can't beat it because I have boxing gloves. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't think that would be actually a thing to do until you actually suggested that it was a dumb idea that they didn't move. They even tried to escape. It was like, oh, we are powerless without our human. (laughs) They could have actually said that, like, I, I can't, I can't. Or maybe they were too scared. They should have actually added something. In fact, we know later that if you just move the humans a little bit, they'll be out of the ray. So if Agumon had just shot the, the ropes holding them up and they fell, they would be they would have gotten out. Or if you just try harder, you'll, yeah, be exactly. out, you'll, you'll, knock out, you'll knock yourself out of the effect. So all the humans go to sleep. Um, and I just want to say something. Metal Phantomon, besides being probably one of the coolest looking Digimon. He's got a weird staff, but otherwise, yeah. I really love him. He, What's his voice? He's got a really... Oh, I was just about to say, in the dub, he's Trubimon. That's it. 
That is his voice, yeah. It's I'm great. Like, I'm like, I know exactly that sound, but I couldn't remember it's who it was. It's a good bad guy voice. It is, it is. He's done quite a few bad guys. No wonder I couldn't remember it was Trubimon. Because, again, Frontier slowly disappearing from my memory. <laughs> I think he's also been in some video games. Oh, some I wouldn't know about I, that. I think he might have been in Kingdom Hearts. Also, you can tell it's a Tom-centric episode because he's the last one to fall asleep and he resists the hardest. Yeah, he's struggling. And also, Galmon is shouting out the loudest. Yeah. So, Metal Phantom shows up and he's very big and then in the Japanese they talk about how he takes people's souls and I have a very interesting question for you did you see it coming no um how are there souls in the digital world if you're made of data what's your soul Mm. is your soul rendered into data or like are you not just a big block of data that is actually a very good question and then even better uh in English what is heart essence you never see it coming no seriously like what Um, what is heart essence I don't know uh, it sounds good though. So it seemed to me that in Japanese, what they were saying is that he takes your soul and then you become like an empty shell. Like you're just, yes. you, you just sit there because that's always sort of like the trope is just stare off into the distance and there's just nothing left. In the English, they've just said you become a zombie. Basically. <laughs> the, the wording was of the walking undead, but yeah, legit, they're like, you know, you become a zombie. He's, he's basically doing what, it's not like the, the Dementors in Harry Potter do. That's what the soul suck thing from the Japanese version is, yes. Except that it's much faster. You in- say Jap- Japanese version of Harry Potter? No, the Japanese version of this. Oh, right, It's yes. the soul specifically. Yeah, it just gave, it just reminded me a lot of... They're called the Dementors, yeah? Yes. So each of the kids basically has like a worst nightmare thing. Should just eat chocolate. To get like a thing. And uh, Masaru's is, he is fighting an infinitely uh, respawning and multiplying poo monster while Chica is being kidnapped by a Dromojimon and he's upset because he does not win the fight. Um, And then we go to, and the one I really noticed as the difference between the English and Japanese, specifically with regards to did Nimoy see ahead in the season or not, is Yoshi's. And Yoshi's is, when she's on the ground in Japanese, it's like, "Oh, mom, dad!" Like she's upset with her yeah. mother and father, with her mother and father specifically. In the English, what's the wording? I've written it down. Also, it's so mom, my sisters, all of you. I hate everyone. She doesn't have anything after her dad anymore. Like I mean, no, she's he's part of probably yeah, all of you. It's mainly her sisters, yeah. So it changes the focus there, and to me, it went from. To go from your parents to your mom and your siblings Mm. tells me that the conflict that will be part of her story later on, either they just don't know or is so unimportant and vague that we're never going to have this character characterized well. Weirdly enough, in the original, they had piano music o- over this this scene, in meaning that maybe it has something to do with piano, like someone's playing the piano. There's like no way I could have picked that in up. In the dub, they remove the piano and have some generic background music. I mean, if the piano is relevant later, then yeah, sure. There's no way you could that I could know that without knowing the future. So I assume, from what you've told me, is that piano is then important in the future. Well, yes, but I wanted to say that that was a difference okay because there's no way i could have known that because that's a th- that's a thematic element that could only be important in hindsight also while we're talking about the dub differences in masaru's one the dub removed some impacts like they just added some flashes of light when he was hitting the new one and i don't know why because they're just slime no it's, you can't punch them though it's just a weird thing to remove because they they haven't always put impact flashes in on his punches when he's punched bigger digimon i just don't see why he's put it on on the slime monsters that don't look like anything you know what weirds me out what when yoshi sees her young self being sad she legit starts crying like oh yeah i remember that oh no now i'm really sad it's trauma 
Also, no, I get, I get that, but like, Masara's the only one who it seemed like a dream. Yoshi and Toma both saw their child selves. Well, they weren't memories. Although, what's I guess what's funny about that is that implies Masaru has no bad memories. He has no trauma. Yes, no, he has no trauma to overcome because all he's done his whole life is fight people, and he loves it. And his dad sort of went away, but like we've we've already covered. He that. has no trauma about that. He's just oh, it just happened. It's fine. Yeah, his mom looked after him. Uh, I mean, I think he's sad that his dad's not there, but I don't think it's it doesn't impact his emotions. He just kind of like I guess I'll just find my dad. Um, but we head to Tom's dream slash nightmare, which is important because it's his episode essentially. Oh, just before we get to that, sorry, I just wanted to say that Galmon's in the dub seems to know a lot more about Metal Phantomon and starts like explaining what kind of Digimon Metal Phantomon is. It's just it's kind of weird. Because he originally was kind of like, he's doing this. And then in the dub, he's like, he's doing this because this is this is what he does. And this is the Gorge of Despair. And this is where he lives. I'm like, how did you, who told you, Galmon? I thought you arrived in as the real egg. world as an egg. How do you know anything about the digital world? Because Tom's a PhD doctor. He's, he's he, a double and he, doctor. And he told him about the digital world that he's never been to. Yeah, he knows that Mercurymon lives in the Infinity Ice Ridge. And we should definitely not go there first for some maybe, reason. Maybe he got his PhD in Diginomics. <laughs> Uh, in Digidestiny. It's all foggy in Japan in this version because, you know, it's a dream, which is hilarious because that entire thematic element just goes away later because I think it was hard to animate. <laughs> That's my theory because why would it just stop? Also, he himself and his mum go from being, like, ghost-like yeah. to actual looking like people. I, I think it was just probably difficult and annoying to put together so they just stopped bothering. Also, it could also be that this was what Phantom Mom was showing him and then the, the, the other part was more like because he, he was sucked into whatever Phantom Mom was doing to him, his despair caused the memories to become more vivid. There is no evidence whatsoever for that theory because the only evidence we have is that Phantomon controls the entire dreams. Yes. And even getting to the end, we know that's the case. Also, how does how would you even steal Masari's heart from showing him the sister being kidnapped by Dramogemon? No, because he's his despair is that he loses. It actually has nothing to do with her getting kidnapped. She's just the MacGuffin that he's chasing after. I just think and it's losing is what his despair is. He doesn't is. have any traumatic memory of himself. His thing is like it's actually hilarious. He just has kind of a bad dream. Like Yoshino and Toma just have PTSD flashbacks. I think this is I think this is perfectly descriptive of Goggle Kids. Yes. Because what's Ty's backstory? He's worried about his sister and he made his sister play football. He's worried about his sister, huh? Well, he's worried about his sister. But that's not it's not like Daisuke wasn't. Daisuke's got nothing. It's got nothing going on. Like Kari. And, like, in his past, there's nothing. Um, Takata was fine. Takata has nothing in his past. None of them have any history defining them because they're all self-insert characters. Whereas every other character has something. Ruki has her whole backstory with her mom and them arguing. Uh, Honestly, to be fair, the other guy from that, Jen, is mostly that he liked playing Digimon when he was younger. He liked Digimon a lot. Um, he's me but and his thing was mostly defined by his dad yeah um, Joe has his whole weird studying craziness and his, his and, anxiety about yeah. you know just walking in in their in these brothers footprints and in their shadow yeah. and Izzy's adopted and uh, and Mimi's parents are weird but and, love each other and, and go great. to America all the time and Sora's mom's grandmother mom he's always pushing mom. her to do follow the family business everyone has like a story except the Golga kid who's always like nothing yeah so, so Taiji has the mo- probably one of the most characters out of the... He's, he's the best character his. development. Yeah. Because Takata is kind of like, he's a cinnamon roll, then he has a bit of a temper tantrum, but he's still a cinnamon roll at the end. Um, whereas Daisuke is crap. Haru's still great. Haru's always great. Haru is really good. Um, so uh, we see um, 
young Tama who's really really happy and then all of a sudden you because he's, th- he's remembering and you see his mom dying from an unidentifiable illness or injury that yeah. involves head bandages in which, some way which in the dub you don't see the hospital scene this is cut I just didn't notice and what you see instead is just Toma's crying face and the beep noise wow okay that sounds like he died line. no it's a, it's a flat line and he's no, crying if you but... watch that just like he would be the one who died yeah but you don't get the hospital scene or anything or the emotion from that scene and that's kind of like not sure why they cut that because it's already said oh yeah the mum died mm. but they don't actually use the word die in the dub and they cut out this scene that shows her dying and they even later on cut out when the van is coming around the corner and in the original you visibly see his mum push him out of the way mm. and they cut this in the dub and so, you just sort of like you just see the van and Tom is on the street crying for me it was the it was the sound where the van in the Japanese goes and you hear the crash yeah it's just yeah it's not as and you turn around and it's just oh something bad happened yeah kind of like is anticlimate the wrong word that's the right word because it's like it just seems like a, oh it wasn't that bad <laughs> oh no she's dead though yeah um, so, uh, Tom can't interact with him because he's a ghost and he acts really stupid considering how smart he's supposed to be. Like, you'd be able to work out the rules of this world instantly. No, I love this because it actually shows him he is a really smart guy. This is how frantic he is in this moment. This is how sensitive he is to this moment. This is why this is his weakness or this is his traumatic moment. But, like, the problem is it's unrealistic for what they've been trying to tell us about his character. I get that he's, re- I get that he's emotional about it. Yeah. But he's not an idiot. I think and they're moment, portraying him like he's an idiot. No, I think this moment would, is making him an idiot because of his emotions and he's getting, he's letting his emotions get in the way of his intelligence and his own common sense. Like He's like, of course this is a dream, but he's just he wants to stop it so much and how much he wants his mum back. It's and too extended for me, I think. I just, I think that it's it's warranted because these are his emotions and he's, of course he's not thinking clearly. No one can think clearly if they were going through such a traumatic memory as this. Well, just, you remember it and you're like, oh, this is what happened. I can't interact with yeah, it at he's all. Acti- he's actively there. He's not just remembering it, remember. He's actually, he's actually there. If you were standing, so- if you were watching something happen and you were standing, you're physically standing there and you could, you even had the sights and the sounds of actually being there. Okay, yeah. But I had 100% verifiable evidence that I could have no impact on this scenario whatsoever because i'm a ghost i still i still think i try especially if i was as emotional as tommy is right now oh, well i guess i'm not that emotional no no <laughs> i would i just wouldn't i i think it's it's fine but also in the dub young young thomas is izzy and lucimon yeah i thought his voice sounded really but he's actually also Wait, using is, the terrium on voice he, i thought he was tommy no ikuto is tommy or keenan is tommy is he? Oh, okay Okay. Yeah, he's easy. You're right. Easy slash Lucimon slash Terriamon. That's funny. You got me. I didn't know what you were talking about for like a second. There. Yeah. So great. Thomas was himself in front of the truck. It doesn't go. And then he's sad, even though he knew. Um, but then he's like, I need to retain the good memories of my mom and that will break me out of the spell. Uh, and people don't actually die if you remember them. See, you keep them close to your heart and I, then no one, your parents will still be with you. I thought this resolution <laughs> was kind of like a bit too fast, but I feel like they, they only have 20 minutes to show an evolution and backstory and also give some backstory to the other character as well. Do you know how you would do it differently? You would introduce his trauma in an earlier episode. Okay, that's fair. And then oh, no, show how it affects him oh, no, and then resolve it now. They did. They totally did remember all the times where no, I don't mean he, he was with uh, Masaru's family and he stood up and left no I get that right but I mean it doesn't mean anything to the audience if it is introduced and overcome this episode you sort of knew something was up and 
you go, oh, it was his mom. Okay, I get it. And now it has introduced the problem to you. The fact that it is overcome in the same episode, just because you can look back and see, oh, I get it. Subtle hint here, subtle hint there. I understand it now. Is not the same as having a journey. Yeah, okay. No, I, I kind of see a point. But I know, I'm still saying that they did sort of introduce it, so it's not coming out of nowhere. However... I never said it was out of nowhere. However, imagine this. But it was too quick. Is when, what you said. W- yes. But I, I still feel like it, you know, it's still one episode. So imagine if when they're taking Chica to, to the to the theme park. Yeah. Imagine if like maybe there's a part of it that looks like a festival, and Tom all of a sudden has like some some bad flashbacks. I don't know why because the, you never see the festival in his flashback. You no, but you see some people in Yutaka. Is that how it's pronounced? That's Yukata. Oh, it is Yukata. I, I, I bug it up. Motorized. I'm just really tired. Yeah, me too, man. It's really late at night, and we have to. I have to go to work, and I have, I have to, to go to gym after this. Yeah, and I have to wake up in a couple of hours because I still. Wake up in a couple I still hours. want to do some pre-editing stuff tomorrow morning because well, I, I won't have time tomorrow. That's stupid. You're making a bad decision. Yeah, but I will. I'll do it. Just do it Saturday morning. Yeah, I don't have enough time with other stuff I've got on. What other stuff have you got on? Watching Digimon and also organizing my notes well, for Atmon. Don't watch them on Digimon Saturday then. It's the only time I have time. Oh my god. Sunday? I'm going out to lunch with my parents. That'll take all day. Yeah, you can't watch 40 minutes of Digimon. The Digimon <laughs> say that they should believe in their partner's strength of their hearts. In the dub, it's though. believe in their life force. And I'm like, just use your fire. <laughs> believe in their life force is so lame. Yeah. It's like saying believe in their hair. Oh, they have it. Believe in it. Toma tries to tell his mom to stop and can't. And then, yeah. He was like, oh, but memories, though. And I'm just like, while, yes, I do find it a bit kind of short, it's just like, oh, as I said earlier, they only had 20 minutes. And you know what? It was, it's a fine episode. They could have done it better by introducing it earlier. Yeah, but they could have done with that with a lot of things. Yes. In all That's of Digimon. That's called good storytelling, yeah. which seems Digimon sorely lacks. A lot of our complaints about basically every character in Digimon backstory is, it's fine, but it should have been referenced earlier. You know what? Introduce things way earlier than resolve them in good time. What? Atmon. You remember when... When it really introduced the fact that Ray loves his brother and then when it pays off the, the fact that he loves his brother and they finally reunite and everything it feels good yeah remember when we introduced how Aerie works really hard as an idol and then when okay, it paid that point. off it feels really good that one's good yeah this could have done that because this is a perfectly effective emotional medium but it has decided nah dump it all in this episode because you know what will feel probably pretty good what when Master reunites with his dad because they set that up way earlier do you think it'll happen absolutely okay because then they do not even entertain the idea that he might have died i'm honestly surprised no one said but what if he's dead nobody said it because they know he's not not they know but the writers know and they go why not i feel like anyone's missing in an unknown land for 10 years you kind of go they're dead absolutely with no human contact or infrastructure or anything dead or maybe not a way to find food dead and he wasn't he was like a dog. He was like a professor or something. He wasn't like a mountain man. He doesn't know how to take care of himself. Yeah. But he's fine, though. We also know that he's totally fine. Because it's Digimon. But we also know he may be punchy, and that's where Masaru got it from. That'd be funny. Although, I think you said you'd prefer if his mom was like that. I actually decided that a better way to do that is that they're both punchy, and they met each other in, like, a gang brawl. And that's how they made the ultimate puncher. Yes. Because the the punchiest. And Chica is somehow moderately she'll, normal for she'll, now. She'll grow up to be punchy. She, she grows up and joins a girl gang, like a motorcycle gang, and has, like, the, the, jack, the jacket on with, like, the flowers. Oh, this is too much. Let's move on. So, yeah, basically, Tom breaks out 
out and evolves his Digimon and then he wins. And becomes a wrestle. Like, it, and that's cool too. But is there anything important that happens in that fight whatsoever? I think uh, the answer is no. Well, I noticed that in the dub, because he's skipping two lines of evolution, like he goes from child to, a- to adult briefly. I did and think then that goes was strange. In the dub, he says, Galmon Warp Digivolve 2. How does he know to say that? I don't know, but it's in the original, it's just Digivolve, or just Evolve. Well, it says perfect dub. evolution on his Digivice. Yeah, and he keeps that in the dub as well. But why does he know to say the words Warp Evolution? It's the same in every season. How do you know to say Armor Evolution? I complained about that. Yeah, it's always a thing. How does the Digimon know what to say? But sometimes it doesn't, right? Sometimes it says like Warp Evolution because it's the the system saying it and not the kids. It's when the kids know to say it that's weird. Yeah, in, um, well, it was always Evolve in Tamers and then the the D-Arc would say the type of evolution, like Matrix Evolution. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. Whereas this is not like you've just made this up, I guess. But it's it's fine if it's still evolve, but yeah, the the Digimon itself in in the dub says warp evolve, and I just this is the first time I've ever heard warp evolve. I believe to not go to the, your fully evolved form. This is just a perfect. It's it's warp obviously just means skip a form. Well, in this case, it does. Masaru and Yoshino get freed, and Masaru punches Dokugamon, and then Sunflowmon's finally useful and actually just uh, like he's about to use a sunshine beam. Like, well, this is gonna miss. It kills like half the spine. I want to say half. Yeah, it does really it does really good. And then Tom nearly dies as he just stands perfectly still while Metal Phantomon whips attacks and around him. Magically, none of them hit. Yeah, if he'd been vaguely accurate, Tom would just be dead. Yeah. And then, <clears throat> um, what's his name? Um, Mecha. Galmon does a punch. Mac Galgamon. Mac Galgamon. And he's great and I love him so much. And then Itsuko looks really surprised that they You mean Ikuto? Yeah, that's what I mean. I wrote it down wrong. Ikuto looks surprised that they survived. And then they get out of the valley and Yoshi collapses because she's sick. Yay. Which we find out. <laughs> Whoa, you're, you're <laughs> no. happy about that, huh? No. I'm, I'm just happy Sunflamon did something. I wrote down Sunflamon being useful was too much for her. Oh, wow. <laughs> like she can't handle it. To be fair, like, well done, Sunflamon. Like, because, like, you've had some bad runs, but you made up for it. You probably have killed more Digimon than, I want to say, Galgamon has. Mm, no, probably not. Galgamon did that one fight. It was like, yeah, beat this in 15 seconds and, like, beat, like, a bunch of dudes, didn't he? It was, no, it was, like, two minutes. I don't know. I don't think so. It was early. I still feel like Sunflamon has the highest body count at the moment. Yeah, you're telling me that Agumon doesn't have a better body count? No, I think Sunflamon. That is huge clearly, lies. Clearly, we need to rewatch that all the episodes. That is huge lies. She kills She'd be a lot like of five dudes. She kills a lot of spiders. Like five. I think it's more than that, but I'm. It's, it's really a not. It's a lot. It's a lot of spiders. She killed a lot of spiders, and she didn't miss any of them. Okay, she got five or six, and um, Geo Greymon got like plus four just for beating the the Vilemon and the three um, Demi Balls. Mm, but Sun and Flamon- he wins every other match. I, okay, Sunflamon killed the most Digimon in the shortest amount of time. I also think. Oh no! I mean, like I guess technically it was one attack yeah it was one attack in like a second she's great i will fight for her i mean even though i'm not a huge fan of her design i'm sure that will i'm sure either that is just not true in the sense that like beating that merrimon technically counts as beating like 20 like demi merrimon or whatever they're called no it counts as one and at the same time like, counts as one. I, I, I presumably it will change later i just i want to have some faith in sunflowmon how about you don't okay how you, know, about you just give up you know how she has killed more digimon than izumi that's fair her body count was two. Nice. Kind of one, because they were the same Digimon. <laughs> and I guess yeah. she defeated some Chameleon, but she doesn't scan them, I don't think. Yeah, that's true. So anyway. 
What do you think of this episode of someone who was new to Digimon? Eh, that's my answer to you. Woof, eh. you didn't like this episode? It was fine. It, I had, really, it had a good idea, I, I guess. I really like this episode. Yeah, that's too much. It doesn't deserve really like. I gave it a seven. What'd you give it? Uh, six, I guess. Tell me tell me why you gave it a six and not a seven. It's this, just lame. This was great. It introduced a lot of character moments for all three of the characters. Even even Masaru got some as okay, well. Masaru's was obvious. We, we already know Yoshi's was the stuff. only one that I was like really fascinated by. And Tom... And Thomas was, I think, done... I think it could have been done way better. I think it was done pretty much as lame as it could have been done without making it, like, awful. Like, it was fine, right? Mm. That's all it was, and it could have been great. Well, it was stuff that we already knew, that, like, he maybe had family issues, and he might, he has something about his mom. You can't open with... It's stuff we already knew. We knew he had uh, family issues. When what you're trying to say is, his mom got hit by a truck. Like, that's really specific. We didn't know that. Right. So if you want to introduce that, there's interesting ways that could have been done. And I think that the elements that are important, I, I she was trying to protect him, um, is, is really cool. I think they could have emphasized a lot more that it was his fault. Because I think it's almost there, which is like, oh, come on, come on, let's go faster. You know, he's he's rushing her along. I think you could have emphasized that it's, it's really his fault. Yeah. It would have been interesting. And I think that you could have said, if you, if you, okay, finding out what happened to her is so much less interesting than finding out why it happened. So if you had found out in episode four that his mom had been hit by a truck and that's why she was dead you'd go okay that's a thing i know about you now okay so that gets to percolate in your mind a little bit yes and then you get here and if they play it up like it's really just his fault like he was a stupid child and he got his mom killed because of his act because of his like impatience and his right. actions it would explain a his weird character trait about planning everything because he can't be impatient anymore because he got his mom killed and b it would be really interesting um oh, that's good there's a, there's a whole word there's that's a word gravitas yes about like oh my god it was it was because of him there is a a moment that's like this in little witch academia where if they had introduced it all at once it would not have been interesting because they set up a thing in episode one and if they just told you that's what it was you'd go oh okay but they let it go for a long time so you knew the situation but when you found out why the situation was the way it was it was mind-blowing and they could have done it, and they dropped it because they're not good writers. Right. No, okay. I see what you mean. However, just stepping back to Yoshino's information, this is sort of one of the first things that we know about her. I mean, we, we knew about her thing with Neon, but this is the first thing we know about her character and maybe motivation and maybe some backstory about why she is why she is. Hell yeah, 15 episodes later, they're introducing one of the three main characters, yes, any of their stuff. In the same way, we can also say we're getting a little bit of her motivation we know that she had some disagreement with her family. And, and that motivates her in what way? Well, we don't know that. What I'm saying is they are introducing something that they might address later on. What, what I mean is, like, what personality does she have that this could influence? I'm just saying that you can't just complain about them not introducing yeah. Thomas' backstory enough when Yoshino is basically getting set up for her backstory in this episode. Well, there's every possibility this turns out really well. I'm not and saying that was bad. Well. I never said that was bad. I said it was late. We but effectively get bad. two episodes with her, like, sort of, like, hidden of her backstory in it, this episode and the next episode. She's really, really anxious about how weak she is and apologizes to Lalamon. But I guess we'll get to that. I when didn't we get catch to the that because she was just dying. Yeah, it I was hard. It was also hard to hear in the dub because they actually made her sound really sick in the dub. Like if that was a theme, I didn't follow it. No, it was. It was actually quite good. But I guess we'll get, we'll get to that when we get to the okay. episode. How, what did this episode compare to? How you predicted in, in Noctis Synopsis? Obviously, surprisingly close. Yeah. I thought no that the like the valley would be filled with like memory fog because that's a good trope.
rope. They use it in like Avatar Last Airbender and stuff. And I thought, mm. maybe, maybe it's from Korra. I think it's from Korra. And like they, um, and that's a thing that happens a lot. So that's sort of where I pulled it from. And spiders just fit. So the spiders was a cool thing to show up. Couldn't have guessed the Robo Ghost though. It's cool, but I couldn't have guessed it. I think he's one of the best, best designs for a Digimon. I love him. Wow, Digimon designs suck, huh? No, he's great. Shut up. What was the major difference between the Japanese and the original version that you noticed? Like, there's the po- the top one for me seems like it would be they change Yoshi's line to have a completely different focus because I think it will actually change how a backstory reads. On the other hand, um, I I guess it's it has to be soul versus heart essence because it's just it is really different. I know they're just saying them as synonyms, but they're not. See, my differences were was the removal of the hospital scene and how we just got present day Thomas face with tears running down and the flat lining sound that remains from the original and also another difference that I noticed was as I mentioned before they removed the clip that kind of implied that Thomas mum pushed him out of the way of the van Which like she saw important. she saw the van and she pushed him and I kind of wish that we had Toma maybe maybe that's what snapped him out he said oh my mum saved me like m- maybe he didn't realize that because he was so young and didn't see it but now maybe him seeing it now maybe that maybe that could have been added in doesn't it make more sense like I was saying before that knowing that is more traumatic than okay, not yeah, knowing point. it good point. because it it's rather than a tragic accident it becomes his fault okay you know okay no, I see your point but it's still it's still a thing that they cut and like I don't know why they cut it it was kind of like this nice moment instead of the sort of oh I guess I guess she's dead I guess the van hit her yep a, a dead parent is all is required in western media apparently for a character to be sympathetic well, not for any reason it just they just have to be dead well yeah that's really becoming a parent get it can we can we can we go home now the second episode, it starts off with, of course, Yoshina being infected with something, and Lalamon can do something actually quite useful, and she can say the exact temperature of her fever, which is useful, and it's given in Celsius. And in the du- in the dub, they change it to Fahrenheit. Yeah, because America uses a system that no one else does because it's stupid. Because they're the real hipsters. I think they're, I think they're like one of the only countries that they uses are. Fahrenheit still. I think even Canada it uses Celsius. Memory. Yeah, I think so too. Um, so Yoshi's like, we still need to go to the uh, ice ridge, even though she's dying. So then they take her to a cave and Masaru's stomping around outside saying, I want to go in. How come I'm the one who doesn't? How come How come Toma gets to go in? And Galamon's like, she is a lady and Toma has a medical license. I have a quick question for you. Yeah. He has a PhD, right? Yeah. So he has a PhD and a medical license? Yes. So, so You have to go to med school to get a medical license. Yeah, but that's a separate thing from a PhD. He's got both. They bo- Both of which usually take like six years to get. Yes, he was very, very young. He was Doogie Howser. Doogie Howser was older than 14. I thought he, he was 13. Really? Maybe he's 12. Really? Doogie Howser was very young. I thought he was like 16. Um... I don't know. I thought that he was quite I never young. watched it. I never I... watched it either. I just get the, the references. All I know is this Neil Patrick Harris. That's I'm aware of that too. Um, like I didn't think he was like that young because you have to imagine you, you have to imagine that Toma was like in he's 14 now and he's crammed 12 years of edu- of late tertiary experience into okay. Neil Patrick Harris was 15 okay so he was older than Toma and you have to imagine he also had a PhD by a year he's only older by the year I think and he had possible. another six years so if you minus a year but add six years of experience you have this Toma guy who is apparently so intelligent he could manage all of that but not intelligent enough to work out I'm a ghost I just I, I feel that it was it was still fine he was he was it was traumatic eh. 
anyway, so um, they're suspicious. So so Tom is inside trying to look after her, and he just goes, "Things are too quiet. Master is gone." <laughs> And it's great. It's just like, things are very quiet. I'm like, that's suspicious. And it's just, they don't even entertain the fact like, oh, Masara's just quiet. Like, well, Masara's up to something. Couldn't Couldn't even possibly It's not even possible. Marcus is traipsing around, complaining he can't go in. In the dub, Masara says that Tom is the same age as him. And Garmon says, yes, but he's smarter. And there's no mention of the medical license. I feel like they did. Not, no, not here they didn't. Later on in the episode they do. Must be, okay. But not here. And that's what I found weird because later on in the episode they still reference it. But it's almost like it's said in relation to this part here well, where it's, it's not technically said. true yeah <laughs> like it's accurate it's just not what he wanted to hear or needed to so Algamon, despite Yoshi dying, is like, I want to play in the water. I'm going to splash you. And Masara's being helpful. He's saying, oh, I just wanted to, to collect some water to be helpful. Like, I'm sick of Tom always being helpful. I'm going to get some water. Then he gets distracted and starts yeah, splashing. Yeah, he gets distracted. But to be fair, like, for like five minutes, he was being really nice. Oh, um, another thing we missed out was Thomas says that Yoshino has overworked herself. In the dub, Lalamon says that the dream that Metal Phantomon gave her was too much. So the dub is almost implying that this illness she got from Metal Phantomon and isn't just from overworking herself. But they're both hilarious big lies yes. because if he has a medical license like, and he's aware of this sort of stuff he shouldn't be coming to these conclusions without any evidence whatsoever. But I think it's fine that he's wrong because it makes sense. Like... Why Why would he have any knowledge of digital world illnesses? Oh, that's absolutely true. But my response to you would be, you don't say this is what it was. You say, oh, it could be this or it could be this. And you pose possibilities. Or alternatively, my favorite, if the disease makes her glow with pixels, maybe it's that. I don't think they can see it. I feel like... They absolutely can. I feel like we can see it. No, I know they can see it because after she infects Ikuto and they become very visible, all of a sudden he goes, oh no, she has a she has a digital virus. Like he just sees okay. it. So she always had it, but it just didn't sh- it just didn't show up because plot convenience. Maybe they just need a reboot. Yeah. Then when Toma and Garmon show up when Masaru and Agumon are effectively having a very nice little water fight. But again, Masaru did try try to help so i'm not gonna hold it against him because he did try he tried so hard and also i i just want to say when garmon and toma do go off to see what they're up to thomas in the dub says i swear he does things just to irritate me well lalamon we have to go after them so i'm leaving yoshi in your hands but i don't have hands she holds stuff she has hands she has sort of she has like arms but i wouldn't say they're hands they're grippies so Ikuto shows up on an owl. And you're right, in the dub, he does say human. Yeah, humans. Like he says human. Yeah, absolutely. Like it's not, it's, there's no way it could be human. It's it's human. That's what I'm saying. And it's like, that's a it's great. good bit that he doesn't know what humans are because mm. he doesn't think he is one. So they are humans because I know what Digimon are. You put mon at the end of stuff. And that's that's the joke of Staccato Mon, which is also great. It's another similar way of doing it. Yes. Uh, although you'd be suspicious that the humans look so different to each other, given that all Digimon look exactly the same. What if it actually is human and we are human? Why would that be real? we are all Digimon, but we are just all the same species of no, Digimon? No, but humans made the digital world by inventing computers okay. in like the 70s. That's what we think, I guess. What, what are the other options here? Yeah, okay, you're right. <laughs> okay. So Ikuto shows up, and then apparently just because this is how it works, Yoshi just uh, touches him, and now he's super infected too. Oh, no, no, but before that, this, um, Masaru and Toma show up. No, it's, yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's why she's grabbing them, because she doesn't want them to fight. And when Masaru runs in, he says, hey, making a 
a move on a sick person isn't being a man. In the dub, he specifically says sick girl and not just sick person. Is this implying that neither Masaru nor um, Toma touched her at all on the way here? I.e. to I think Toma perform any medical checks or to help her walk? I think they might have carried her, but I feel like it's also very plot convenient that it was... That's exactly what I'm getting at. You could say it's because she had to be showing emotion while that happened, or she had to touch you. Like, she had to... It's contracted by touching your you, and she didn't touch them during that time. They touched her. That's nonsense. Both because, of those wait, are nonsense. Wait, no. Akuto touches her. But when he walks that's in, not he, when he gets it. Yes, but he... I know. So, he, the only time we've seen her infect someone is when she touches them. The only time she touches someone when she's infected is when she touches him and infects him. Okay, but is it possible that rather than that being the rule of the disease, that the show is instead just badly written? No, because I think it's because you think they thought this them. through. You think that's how the disease works. Well, why else are we ever shown her being touched multiple times by Okuto and Toma and not get infected? But the moment she touches someone else, she infects them. Because the show's badly written. No. Occam's Razor explains too many things. I don't think that that's right because the only time she touches them is the time it infects it. So I think you have to believe me on this one. I don't. That's not true. Well, it's okay. You're allowed to be wrong. It's fine. When did she get this disease? I don't know. Who touched her to give it to her? It could also be Metal Phantomon. It could just be she could have overworked it, making herself susceptible to the disease. He didn't. No one touched her with their we hands. We don't. Yeah, but maybe it's contracted in different ways. So how did Yakuto get it? By being touched by Yoshi. Okay, but how did she get it? Was it airborne? Because then it'd be everyone else would get it no we don't know diseases are straightforward like this i think it could be because of her anxiety about the image that she was given from uh, metal phantomon also human medicine works on it no it's medicine from the digital world that the humans had yes but i think it's implied that the humans made that medicine so it's really stupid. No, I think it's fine. I mean, you think it's fine because you like Digimon, but it's not. When Thomas is talking about the virus, Masaru mishears it because it's an English word. That's and then funny. he does it again with vaccine and Thomas corrects him. In the dub, he calls it a disease. And Thomas corrects him and says, no, it's not a disease, it's a virus. Viruses are diseases. Falcomon realizes that Akuto is sick and he thinks of Akuto being a young baby and being unwell. We then see Masaru and Thomas talking about the vaccine. And in the dub, Mas- Marcus, and this is what I was mentioning earlier, still mentions the medical license despite not mentioning it earlier in the dub and then lalamon says the worst case scenario is that they don't save yoshino which is basically lalamon accepting the death of her partner can we also talk about how if he has a medical license he does he's really really bad at medicine you wouldn't have a vaccine for a virus right they do in digimon because isn't a vaccine to develop an immunity no i think you can, well when you're being vaccinated yeah but you wouldn't vaccinate someone when they're already sick oh good point if you had smallpox and they had a smallpox vaccine the whole point of vaccines is to prevent you from getting sick in the first place if you were to give someone an attenuated version of a virus that they already are suffering it wouldn't help them in any way okay that's fair so they don't know what vaccines are apparently i I think in other forms of media i mean like you want an anti you want an antivirus yes which is hilarious that they wouldn't use that word because that has a double meaning for you know computer stuff yeah that's fair in the dub, instead of Lalamon accepting that her partner's dying, Lalamon pleads with Thomas to make her better. So it's just kind of weird that there's none of this pessimistic Digimon accepting the very possible death of her partner dying, and I don't like this. No, it'll be fine though, it's Digimon, no and one ever dies. In the dub, they're also mentioning how the virus looks like it's spreading, which it's not, we're not given any reason to expect that it's spreading, ex- except if they are maybe saying this is how she infected someone, is that it, it's, it's spread? I'm not sure. Back to Falcomon, he has a flashback of 
Bakuto being unwell, and then there's a Yukiduramon, and she went off to somewhere called Wanderer's Cape. In the dub, Falcomon says that Keenan is not fun, and asks to come along with Frigimon, rather than saying how if she doesn't come back, he'll go alone. Also, Frigimon is also voiced by Izzy slash Lucimon, but, really is, but get, has a more feminine voice. Really getting that paycheck. Yeah, she, she's doing a great job this time. She's basically in every season, I think. I, I have to admit that my first time reading Wanderer's Cape, like, it just didn't click right, and I read it as, like, an, a magic item, the Wanderer's Cape. Or the Wanderer's Cake. I didn't say that. I like, I like something mm, you would cape. wear, and it only occurred to me later on, oh, like, cape, like, Cape Fear, or... Yeah. Po- like, um, it's Cape a Town. It's a location. It is a location. Not, a, not something you... I mean, you could put the city of Cape Town on your back. And if you wouldn't call it like a wanderer's thing, right? It doesn't, a cape that belongs to something, like to an individual, really sounds like an item, whatever. Well, I guess it could be Masaru's dad's cape. <laughs> See, that's what I was, that's sort of what I was thinking. So Lalamon's like, we should trust this bird because it no, he thinks show- all no, he humans ha- he- are evil. He hasn't showed up yet. So Agumon is, because uh, he's just having this flashback away from the cave. How could he? Agumon asks Galmon what being sick means, and he asks if it means I can't eat fried eggs anymore, and if it's as bad as being hungry. In the dub, Garmon says that someone that's sick can lose their appetite. And so again, as we mentioned the last episode, there's a lot of the less mention of death, and they're basically saying the original a living person can't do anything anymore. And what Agumon takes from that is they can't eat eggs, because what Garmon says is an illness is something that threatens life. <laughs> threatens eggs. Yeah, and Agumon just like, but life is eating eggs. And it's so cute, but they're basically discussing the fact that Yoshino could die, and this is what dying is. And the dub they just ruin it, says, well, sick people lose their appetite. And Agumon's just emotional, saying, oh, but we have to make her appetite come back. And then Falcomon shows up and tells him about the Wondrous Cape, which is not something you wear. <laughs> the Wondrous Cape. In the dub, Marcus is a lot less trusting of Falcomon, and he also sounds a, a little bit more aggressive towards Falcomon. And during this time, Thomas is also mumbling the symptoms to make sure, instead of just looking over Ikuto and Yoshino, you know, he's just basically saying, okay, you've got this, you've got this, you've got this to his, because he's trying to compare the illnesses to see if Ikuto is just making it up. I guess. I don't know. I don't trust his medical license at this point. No one trusts his medical license at this point. He was wrong. He doesn't know what vaccines are. Falcomon explains that Wanderer's Cape is where humans used to live, and it makes Digimon really uncomfortable to be there. In the dub, Falcomon says that it's contaminated, which is a lie, because it's not. <laughs> Again, do they know what happens later in the season? And it's also like, I kind of like the fact they don't go there, not because it's dead dangerous it just makes them a little bit uncomfortable because humans were there <laughs> like it just makes them a little bit uncomfy oh no it's just, it's, it's icky now it's got cooties it's got, no no not, co- not humies it's got human cooties human cooties oh humans did you hear the humies like the sauce lalamon says that they can trust falcomon because everyone's kind of like oh no no and Lalamon stays behind with Yoshino. You know that owl that hates humans a lot? You can trust him for some reason. No, but Lalamon recognizes the face, and this is actually done quite nice, but it's also kind of subtle, is that when we first see Akuto be infected, there's a shot where Lalamon's looking at Falcomon's face, and Falcomon is shaking. Like, he's so worried about his partner. And then there's another shot now where Falcomon sees the same look on... Like, Lalamon sees the same look that Falcomon has as before, and then she says, we can trust him. And it's this beautiful little subtle moment of understanding that she has like he is also worried about his partner he's not going to double cross us because he wants the same thing we do their his partner to be alive 
So Alboy walking with them, worrying about his partner being alive, uh, mentions Yuki Darumon, which I keep calling Frost Bearmon because it's just easier. Just call it Frigimon. That's the dub name. It's also easier. I forgot until I watched the dub at the time. Uh, and Tom's like, what? Did he die? And they're like, yeah. But Digimon don't die, do they? I don't want to talk about it. Like, it's so obvious that yeah. he's putting his foot in his mouth and Tom's like, I don't know. And in the dub, Thomas says, well, Digimon are reborn when they die, so... We see a Blossomon show up at Marukimon's place, and he's saying how they can't just let humans wander around the digital world on their own. In the dub, Blossomon has the same voice as Lady Devimon and Garudamon in Adventure. I didn't notice. I did, and then I looked it up and I was like, oh, that confirms some things. Oh, and what I really like about Digimon is that they reuse voices. Like Persona. Yeah, it's great. I love it. And all of anime, actually. Yeah, all of anime ever. It's like the, it's like a BBC show. BBC only really has like six actors. Mm. <laughs> six actors. Masaru and Toma enter the house that's on Wanderer's cape. And Almond's totally not scared, promise. No, he's a bit uncomfy. He's uncomfy. He's not scared. He's uncomfortable. <laughs> we don't go there. Or he's contaminated. Either that or whatever. We find an old PC. And Toma tries to get into it. Masaru says it may have information on his dad. In the dub, Marcus says the password might have something to do with his dad. So, in the story we were given, the humans showed up and their camp was destroyed and they left, right? That was the story. Yes. How did they get all the way here and install a computer? Exactly. When in the past they worked near a forest? Exactly. Exactly, Jay. Exactly. Also, it's weird there are computers in the digital world because presumably that creates a new digital world inside the computer. Also, remember, we find out in this episode that humans killed Frigimon. Supposedly. Yes. So, if the humans left straight away, how would they kill Frigimon? Yeah, I know. And I, I think it's just lies, right? I, I established the only way for any of this to make sense is humans have been showing up anyway. Even if they're not from the Japanese dats, then from somewhere. And those are all possibilities. But, like... You know what would be really good questions? These exact ones coming from these characters. Shouldn't Thomas say they were here once 10 years ago and then they left? How is this all here? Okay, no, okay. Oh, no, I see a point there. He has a PhD and a medical license and you're telling me he can't figure out a simple question like that? Or maybe there's just something that we're not thinking about. Maybe they did stay. Or maybe, or maybe it's just implied to be uh, Masaru's dads. It's not implied to be Masaru's dads because they. it is implied to In have been abandoned for a long time. In the dub, Masaru just says, maybe. Maybe it's something to have to do with my dad. Yeah, but the dub's wrong. And also, it's weird they have, like, one vial of vaccine for this very specific disease. It's very convenient there's one left and not none left. Not labelled, by the way. So they don't actually know what it is. Falcomon says it is what it is. Even though he's not been there because it's icky and he doesn't like being there. He's probably seen the bottle before and maybe they only have one bottle there. Also, you'd think that each vial, whatever, would be a dose for one person. That's what I thought. So the fact that it can be shared is weird. It's really also convenient that it's enough for exactly two because we don't see the vial ever again. Also, I guess a simple question is how is it administered? Do they have to drink drink? it? Maybe it's for drink. Because it didn't seem to have an opening to it. I think they just look at it. Huh, okay. (laughs) They just inject it into their eyes. I bet this disease never shows up ever again. I don't know. Because it was only there to bond um, Almon and the kids. To be fair, it's a great bonding of of Masaru and Falcomon. It's great. I love it. Sure it is. Shut up, I'll fight you. It's great. It's great. Agumon finds a fridge and he says, This is where Sayuri keeps the eggs. <laughs> and it's so cute how hungry he is for eggs all the time. It's so great. It's It always weirds me out looking back at these old seasons of Digimon and seeing all the stuff that Atmon stole. Like what? Fried eggs? Come on. 
Oh, yes. Fried eggs. <laughs> that specific Digimon thing. Like an obsession with fried no eggs. No one has ever had an obsession with fried eggs before in their life. Who would eat fried eggs? I don't... Okay, you've just said two different things. There's who would eat fried eggs? Oh, everyone. Who would have an obsession with fried eggs? Not that many people. Apparently only Ogumon and Ray. What, but, like, there's that, and there was um, the particular things about evolution. And there have been other ones in other seasons. I've gone, that's something that we in that one. That's something that we in that one. I can't remember them all now, but it happens. I think you said Bokemon was just Gatchmon. When you first watched Frontier, you said Bokemon was Gatchmon. I don't know who Bokemon is. Oh, my God. Oh, Beakmon. <laughs> you forgot the only Beakmon. character we liked. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got his similarities. And, like... Atmon is really built up on all the best parts of it. And, like, you know, it's some things I'm really minor, like this. Like but... the question that they got in Frontier, the start of the season, on their mobile phones. What was that? They all got a que- they, they got the question on their phone that they had to click yes to. Yeah, no, that's that's yeah. the kind of thing I'm talking about. But I think it's good. It's not in the way of saying, wow, Digimon have no original ideas. They're just, deal- they're just ripping off each other. Well, I never like said a, that. Well done. They actually grabbed an idea that was good, and then they, they're using another season. That's good. So, anyway, Blossomon steals the vial of vaccine. It's it's vaccine. It's weeding me out. And Tom's trying to brute force the password. Why is he doing that? It doesn't work. That the never works. Gets, the computer gets destroyed anyway. My favorite thing is Waste in the of English. Time. Why did the Dats team need such high security? One password. It's a very long password. What What makes that high security? Also, if he's from Dats, wouldn't he have been able to research this information ahead of time? Well, it's a good thing that humans have never been into the digital world. Yeah, it's a good thing he ha- he spent no time preparing whatsoever for this debt for this uh, journey where he might die. Yeah, Satsuma should have said, "Hey, by the way, you might run to a computer. Here's the password. It's one, two, three. Yeah, in fact, it has it has important data on it that we need you to bring back because we need to know about the digital world because we've almost never been there. Like, I don't, as I said, I don't remember much. But what if Satsuma doesn't know about the Wanderer's Cape? Do you know that Sayuri spent more time preparing for this than Toma did? Sayuri's the best. She made so many eggs. That's what I'm saying. She made. Her, the amount of time she spent making those lunches must have been more time than these kids spent combined preparing for this what journey. What I'm hearing is you say, wow, Sayuri's the best character. I yes. wish she was my mum. <laughs> She'd make me fried eggs for lunch. Uh, uh, no, I want that's fried okay. eggs. I want fried eggs for lunch now. No, she's cute, so I wanted to be one of my friend's moms so I could... <laughs> don't, don't do this to me. <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean do this to you? What does that mean? What am I doing? Don't. <laughs> I don't understand. I'm very tired. I still need to go to gym and it's almost 11. I'm dying. I'm dying now. Blossomon goes to attack Falcomon and Masaru sort of jumps in the way and says, no, I'm your opponent. And Falcomon says, why Why would you protect me? Because we are comrades. And Falcomon's like, oh, friendos. And it's <laughs> and great. instantly turned, oh, I didn't know you, you thought I was your friend. Now we're friends. It's like whenever someone says that I'm their friend, I kind of just go to this moment like, friend. Oh, yay. You're, fair enough. That, that is realistic. Someone called me their friend today. I was just like, friend! Yay! I, just, I, I go kind of dumb too when someone says friend, so it's great. So Masara tells Falcomon to go ahead because he'll take Blossomon and, you know, Falcomon will bring the vaccine to Akuto and Yoshino because that's that's the mission. I appreciate the, that Almon's like, what if I just give it to Akuto and leave? And Masara's just like, that's not what a man would do. And that's the whole exchange. <laughs> yeah, he says, men don't betray friends. 
which is very very um presumptuous that, like oh that you i said we were friends and that's my friends heart trapped you trapped. went you, you had a moment of friends and now we're friends <laughs> damn it you got me you're trapped and, was, and now you have to not betray me we had a whole bit here where yoshi we cut to yoshi talking to lalamon oh yeah and, and this is what and i was talking about i before. think it's so weird that she doesn't talk to ikuto and try to have a conversation with him about what's up with him i don't think ikuto's actually animated in this scene but they don't try well to be fair yoshina's quite sick and i actually like what she has to say yoshina turns to lalamon and she says i'm sorry i wish i was stronger and it's this sort of moment of she's just sad about herself that she's not strong enough like she's not able to do this she's not able to not get sick and lalamon's like but i killed all those spiders i finally made us a worthwhile team i was useful (laughs) sunshine sunshine In the dub, Yoshi still says she's sorry, but then says that she's tired. And her voice is really weak and hard to hear. And it actually sounds like she's really, really sick. And it's actually kind of good voice acting. It's Ooh. great. So Blossomon blows up the computer somehow, even though I thought it was on a different floor. Because um, he's very large. And then uh, I, I sort of defend myself in my notes here about how I thought this was um, uh, Yoshi's evolution episode. To be fair, Blossomon looks like something Sunflowmon would turn into. We've met Blossomon before. Yeah, I didn't remember that. Also, I thought its name was Rage Blossomon. Yeah. Or Violent Blossomon. Yeah. Like, oh, because it's in the name title. Of the episode. I like, thought... Oh, like you thought Gale Garurumon was the. Right, now I get well, it. Well, Geo Greymon is this thing's name. Okay, I get your point. You're right. And that one's Mac Galmon, so why wouldn't Rage Blossomon be a thing? Good point, good point. Uh, so there's. Uh, they, they sort of get away and they're flying and. Blossomon chases after them with the big helicopter pedals, which is nonsense. Like, it doesn't make any sense at all. And then, why not? Mushroom jumps off the back and does a sweet big mid-air punch. I think it's because he saw Mac Galgamon also be able to punch Blossomon. He's just like, well, that's gimmick infringement. I'm going to do more damage, and I'm just a person. Yeah, he does more damage than this perfect level Digimon. Uh, and then the flower dies. Because uh, Mac Galgamon shoots it with a big gun. And also, Rise Greymon is there too. That is also true. So, they get back, and Falcomon totally cured both of the kids, and then and steals Ikuto and runs away. And gave the vaccine to Yoshino first. Yeah, but he can't talk to them and hash stuff out, because that would solve the story too quickly. Also, Falcomon has a big bandage around his head, and I don't know who gave him that. I like to think Toma did. Wait, he's not there. Lalamon did with her no hands. <laughs> I don't have hands! Lalamon just sort of papped it on him, and he just sort of like, Nyeh. Or we could have just said Akuto, now he's better, did it? No, nah, but Ikuto... Well, nah. Oh, Yoshino did. Yoshino's still, like, weird. Like, he's still, like, collapsed. And now he says, like, I still want revenge, though, for Yuki Darumon. And they're like, uh, okay. But friends, though. How can... And I, I sort of wonder how he can blame all humans for the for the death of Frigimon, given, like... He must understand that not all humans did it, right? Because he couldn't be in a position where if some even Digimon killed one of his friends that he'd say, well, all Digimon are scum. Well, actually, okay, so I'm going to mansplain this to you. You don't have to. I will, though. All right, so, Humon, that's like the species of Digimon. Okay, Humon, sure, yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, I remember an adventure. We had just beaten Devimon, and we were in the next half. The next, uh, not, not the Edamon arc, but the arc after that. So it's when Demi Devimon shows up. Yeah. And you are criticizing Takaru the eight-year-old, for trusting someone called Pico Devimon. Yes. Okay. Because you say all every dev, Devimon is evil. Okay. So because his name is the Devil. Yes, Devimon is evil because we love. But no, you specifically criticized Takaru because 
Devimon was the boss that they fought and gave Taku a lot of issues. Okay. And now you were saying, why would he trust someone called Pico Devimon when he just fought Devimon and Devimon was evil and almost killed his his wing ball, right? So, with your logic, why would Ikuto, someone who's not necessarily shown to be too bright, who basically calls the Digimon, like the humans, Humon, as in a Digimon as well, so he thinks Humons killed Frigimon. Why would I trust Humon in any way we because have, they killed they killed my Frigimon? It's an issue of degree. Where on one hand I say you fought Devimon, and as soon as Pico Devimon don't trust it, it's trying to convince you of something. Maybe take it with a grain of salt because you know maybe you probably can't trust them. Okay, maybe that is profiling. On the other hand, what's Ikuto do? I hate them. Oh, they're, they're a scourge on the digital world. He I just killed scourge. them all. He, His English isn't that good. He's trying. He wants them to die. He yes. hates them. Yes. I didn't. I would never expect TK to look at Pico Devimon and say, "Oh, I hate you." That's because he's a good guy. No, but what I'm saying is, like, I would never expect that to be the reaction. So if he said, "Oh, I don't, I don't want to talk to you because you're humans," that's fine. That's totally different. To, yeah, you're the worst. You're a plague on the digital world. And you should all leave. It's about degrees. That's what I'm trying to tell you. The dub has the best line at the end of this episode. Yeah. And it is... He came through after all. Didn't I tell you? That guy's a man's man. Mm-hmm. He's a bird. <laughs> it's great. It's just like everything that... Every sassy line that Thomas delivers is the best. It's up there with, you're talking to a boat. <laughs> It's great. It's, he just said it was like, he's just like so exasperated by his dumb friend. He's just like, you are so dumb. Absolutely. Like, he's a bird. He's he's a bird bird. bird, bird. Not a man's man. What do you think of this episode as someone who was new to Digimon? It was fine. I mean, I think that the questions about how did the humans leave all this stuff is interesting. It is a problem the characters don't identify it, but like, it's sort of one of those things where in the future you'll be able to look back and go, oh yeah, but it wasn't a mystery that was introduced officially. And so it kind of feels like they're treading water and being like, maybe we'll use this. I don't know. Maybe it's important. Probably not. Because I mean, if you want to set up a mystery and have it be a mystery, you have characters ask questions. And those questions are important because you don't know what the answers are. Whereas in this case, only if the audience is paying attention do they ask questions. Because there's the other side of that coin is just, oh yeah, there's a computer there. Guess so. It just is. I'm not interested because the computer, the digital world's full of weird stuff. Like telephone boxes. Right. Seriously though, is there a second digital world in that computer? Because I don't know, but that would, that's a great question. That is a fantastic question. Every time Izzy brings his laptop into the digital world, it should be creating a new one. Because what's it accessing? That's fair. I really like this episode. That's fine. You're allowed. What would you rate? Oh, it's probably a seven or an eight. It's up. It's it's better. Probably I, seven. Let's I, go seven. I gave it a seven. Yeah, seven's it. I I think I enjoyed this episode better than the last episode. Maybe seven point five. I think both these episodes this week were fairly strong. I feel like we got some good character development for all the characters. I, I guess except for Masaru, but we already got lots of episodes with Masaru, so we can just forget about him for a bit. Yeah. I mean, we learned some. We don't learn some things about him. We learn nothing about him. Let's be honest. But he continues to be great. Of like fine. friends are great i'm i'm a true man i do not betray friends or i'm a big I'm tough a mimly man i will protect my little sister because i am i am the big brother and it's it's so yes. it's so cute it's it's great but we also get a bit of yoshino about maybe her insecurities we get to know what happened to thomas mum 
and why he's a bit sensitive when it comes to family, especially mothers. Stuff definitely happens. Stuff happens. And we get a bit of a kuto and it's it's kind of great. And we actually start to learn why he hates humans so much. Yes. And it also implies maybe humans are lying a little bit. Maybe humans are completely to blame. Maybe they just came in and killed a bunch of Digimon. And this is another good reason why you could have just gone and talked to Mikurimon. But now we're here to fight him, I guess. Yeah, so this is a good start to the digital world arc. It's, it's great. I'm enjoying it. How did this episode compare to your predictions in Obnoxious Synopsis? Well, I thought that this would be the evolution episode, so I can say I was quite wrong. Mm. The thing is, they're sort of spacing out their evolution episodes with one episode in between. Okay. Well, I know what happens in the next one then. <laughs> was this filler? Because mm. I, no, I don't think it was because no. we learned about Akuto. Yeah, and they have there's too much development of that relationship. Yeah, I don't think there's a lot of plot, uh, not a lot of filler in Savers for memory. Yeah, but it might be one of those things where it's it's filler for eighteen out of no, twenty no, no, minutes. No, I feel like they there is there's more filler filler episodes than Frontier. There were like ten at the beginning of the season. Yeah, no, it's, there there are more filler episodes in Savers in Frontier, but the episodes that are plot are more plot than anything else. Oh, that's good. Glad to hear. What was the major difference that you noticed? Oh, God, I really did not notice very many. See, I noticed that, again, same with the last episode, so I guess this is a, these, these two episodes are good to have together, is that, again, they're avoiding the co- the topic of death that in was, the dub. That was mine. Like, no one no one brings it up. He's just not hungry, right? Yeah, and the original's just like, what's, basically, Algamon's asking what's death? Like, what is sickness and what's death and Gamon says well sickness is something that threatens life that is saying it causes death no it threatens eggs don't worry about it yeah it just threatens eggs and it's just and then Lalamon in the dub pleading for Thomas to make Yoshino better in the original she's saying worst case scenario she just doesn't get better that's her saying worst case scenario she dies and that's what's going to happen that's just really dark but it's I guess it's realistic like you are in this world and you can die and I don't think other seasons really address the fact besides I guess Prisoner in the Pyramid when Taichi realizes I could die we don't get a lot of episodes that in Digimon that say we could die even even the guy who's like really about to die he died he was gonna die in the real world yeah he was totally fine in the digital world yeah there's not a lot of like question of i'm going to die right now aren't i and that's something that i kind of like about savers they're addressing the like in previous seasons we addressed should we kill digimon and in savers they're just saying hell yeah we should kill some digimon i'm gonna kill six right now with one attack <laughs> you can't even see me kill them all it's so gotta be fast. gnarly so it's just they Godzilla 2 sucked. But the one Godzilla 2 was the worst. But the one good scene that we liked in Zero 2 was when they say... Skateboard? We need to, yeah. Well, that was in that episode, or around that episode, yeah. where they say, yeah, we have to tell them we can kill the Digimon now. Because this in is sa- getting stupid. In Savers, they're not even questioning it. Why would they? Because, like, well, they become eggs, and even when we kill them in the real world, they become eggs. I think that it was a lot less confronting in Savers to kill Digimon when you see that they become eggs. Whereas, at least, whereas in Zero 2, you could at least go, like, oh, well, they've data flies off and you don't know where it goes yeah and also God, in, in, awful. in savers they're actively destroying buildings yeah like oh he, the the big chicken is burning up a mcdonald's guess McDonald's. we should stop it from doing that no you can't kill it though I want to talk about the characterizations that we got. Oh, I don't want because to talk about this anymore. I feel like, as I said, I feel like these two episodes were quite good to have together. They question a lot of things like how invincible are humans in the digital world. And we find out they could just die. And we're questioning it. There's like this moment where we're sitting around and Agumon is learning about death. And Gaumon, who probably has heard some stuff from Toma being a doctor, he knows a bit about death and Agumon doesn't. And then there's Lalamon who's accepting the, the fate of her partner dying. It's just, it's very dark. And we even got 
got a Kuto bit of backstory, so I really like that, and it's it's nice. Sure, I, I guess. I, I don't know. I, I don't think it's that special, but I guess as the fan, you would be more aware of it than I would. And also, I guess we already discussed that, so we don't have to dwell on that topic too much. However, something I do want to talk about, and I want Jay to also pay attention, and that's why I sent him the uh, the notes before this, so I remember them. we could participate in discussion for this, because this is something that I, I noticed, is that hospital scenes seem to be a thing in Digimon. They're a thing in media, because hospitals are notable. I yes. don't think it has anything to do with Digimon. How many hospital scenes did we get in Pokemon? We got, like, the, f- the second episode. Every time they're in a Pokemon Center. Yes, but no, like, actual serious death in a hospital. Because the humans are never in danger in Pokemon. That's not what the show's about. I just want to say that... It's ev- not what the show's about. Every season effectively has had a ho- hospital scene, and all but ad- an ad- adventure had a death scene. So... In Adventure, we had the hospital scene where Taiji's having some flashback because he's having some some traumatic memories, and it's relatively similar to what we had in the first episode was traumatic memories and reliving these memories. Taichi remembers how he forced his little sister when she was very sick to play football because he was like five and didn't know better and she was like a toddler basically. I don't need you to recount this whole thing. I'm tr- I know it's for the audience but I really think you've overthought yeah. this. But nobody yeah. died. And in Zero Two obviously we have heard us had Osamu and for memory I think he died in a similar way that Thomas' mum died. Is that correct? I wouldn't know. I don't remember Zero Two. Ah uh, good point. Remember everything slowly slipping from my memory? And Tamers, which you do remember because you, you didn't hate it. Good luck with that. Is that we had Jiri's mum. And this whole hospital scene was rather absurd because it's showing how much of a traumatic memory it was and how warped Jiri's mind is at this point. And if, you, if we compare that both these, the Savers one was quite realistic in the fact that it was just played out exactly how it happened. But in Tamers, it was this absurdity sort of the, doc- the doctors were really tall and everyone was repeating the same thing. People didn't have faces. Jiri had the puppet for a face. It was this very sort of warped image of what she was experiencing. And let's not forget Frontier with magic tears. Yeah, and also we we had Frontier where Koichi died and then came back to life. So so Tamers yeah. had two because there was that old guy who was in the hospital when he was in his coma. I forgot about him. And he was in the digital world because of that. Yeah. I I honestly don't. Th- I know you think this is a big deal. I think I don't think it's a theme. I think it's that hospitals are a common part of the human experience, and they show up in media because yeah, of not- it. Not in kids shows. No, more than you think. Not like not like this. Not as serious as Digimon, though. I think Digimon does take, it, especially Tamers. Tamers did a really good job of showing that that scene in particular of oh, Jury's basically out of her mind, and she's this isn't a, this memory isn't how it actually happened. And then she has the warped memory of her father. There's another one in Frontier with Koichi's grandma. Oh yeah, I forgot that too. I just think they're things that show up. Yeah, I was mainly thinking about the main characters or something that affected the main characters. I think it's a stretch. Sorry, I can't help you. Like, for example, Ken also tried to become more like his older brother after his death mm-hmm. or idolised him in that way and noticed that his family seemed to, like, and this is what Ken thought, is that his parents wanted him to be the one who died instead of Osamu because Osamu was the one who was the smart one. He was the genius. So Ken wanted to become the genius because he just felt normal. He felt boring. He just felt like he was nothing compared to his brother. So it was a sort of kind of similar in a way that it's like this 
It's also, I think it's a car. Why do I think it's a car that ki- that killed him? Maybe I'm misremembering it. I have no idea. I do think that Savers did it best, or or Tamers. I feel like one either of those did the best because while Tamers did it in sort of a absurd, surreal, we are showing how unstable Jury's mind is, and this is what this is how she actually sees this scene, and we are shown that even though yes, she's being taken over by the D Reaper, this is just her. This is still her mind. And she's going through a lot of things to do with fate, and this is impactful to the story. And then we have Savers, which also did it quite emotionally, but also did it in a way that was realistic. And we show that Thomas is frantic, and this is completely different to his previous character that he has, right? Yeah, well, I still think you're overthinking it, so it doesn't matter. And the reason why the Savers one is such an emotional scene is that, to me personally, is that we see such a rather sharp change from this rather sensible level-headed logical thinker to somebody and as you said who is doing something completely illogical which is trying to chase after his mum who he knows that this is a memory and he knows that he is basically a ghost and is helpless but he's still frantically trying to stop them and even tries to stop the van as it passes through him and this is an emotional scene like it, it shows that it's such a switch between the logical thinker to this frantic illogical person and it shows how emotional he is and how much of a traumatic moment this this memory is to him. I can see that. Although I honestly think that one of the bigger changes here is from his that child self. Which how old would you say that little baby Tom is here? I think it's a couple of years old. Maybe six, I'd say six at most. Six is an interesting one. This child is not getting a PhD and a medical license, right? Something happened between this and then in the in the course of eight years. We find out where he managed to get a PhD and a medical license. Okay, if we find out, we find out. Yeah, I, I and I know that much. I know that he does have inspiration to why he's becoming a doctor he does have motivation sure we just haven't met it in the show yet but it is there is a reason but at the moment no he is effectively just a normal kid and he lives with his mum in japan it's weird because kids who are geniuses don't start out as just normal and then become geniuses later usually they start out as geniuses That's unless, how it works. unless he's younger than that unless he's four and it just Time you don't know yet but it's also seems not six. relevant yet i said well six at the absolute most seems like it another thing i noticed is that from what we've seen so far the children and savers all have issues with family at some point and I this wouldn't is describe masaru as having that well masaru has no dad and he sees himself as having to fill that role i, I wouldn't sorry but i wouldn't describe that as issues with family well i mean like he has something that's not a normal home life and could be potentially quite traumatic i don't think he has traumatic memories about it i feel like he uses it as motivation to become a better person i would say he has a surprisingly normal home life <laughs> Like, it, it, it's not a nuclear family. Yes, because but... everyone's dad went to the digital world 10 years ago. He didn't dad. know that? His his home life was not yeah, de- okay. defined by that. It was defined by his dad just not being well, there. He has the most normal of the home lives in this series. I wouldn't know about Yoshi yet. Maybe she has an incredibly normal one and she just remembers an argument she had once. There's not enough evidence there for me to make a decision. Then, of course, we know the one we found out this week was that Thomas' mum died in front of him when he was young and his dad doesn't, doesn't seem to be all that present. Well, we don't know anything about his dad it's never shown up yes and that's why it's that's worrying this is a 14 year old why is his why is his butler always around but his dad not you know he's a businessman probably or he's also dead maybe he got maybe this same truck has been like a curse on the family and it's like night rider but a, a living truck just that's follows also him a around exactly it's a also, wear like, truck did that guy get a 
You get like arrested for killing a person? Because uh, that was careless driving. That, that wasn't just like the, Tom and his mum weren't like basically in the wrong at all. The truck driver should have gone to jail and I hope he did. The likelihood is that they went to jail. Yeah, because yes. that's, that's definitely manslaughter. So like, you killed a person. It would be interesting if like in the process of Tom getting over his trauma, he would go to the prison and forgive the guy or like say at least, you know, I understand it wasn't your fault because of these reasons or something. Nah, it's his fault completely. No, it, it is his fault. But, Don't like, drive like an idiot. Like introduce that driver as a character is what I'm trying to say or like even just, I don't know there's, there's, there are ways you could have done it and I don't know you don't don't, well, yes, don't because, forgive the people who have wronged because you because he has time from now and the next episode to go back to the real world even though they I don't I didn't know say how. do it now oh I thought you said literally the second okay what who said that I, I, th- I thought you meant like he goes there now I'm like yeah there's no point he can't get to the portal he's just gonna like hang on guys I know we have a mission all but like I have to go to some I have to go somewhere I don't think I gave you that impression but what if it was fine. just Marukimon in that van that would be super funny that would be really stupid then we have Yoshino who was crying over something and that she says she hates her parents and sisters too in the dub I can only shrug and say I guess I'll find out Akuto's parents aren't explained yet but they must be somewhere right why is he in the digital world how did he get here why is he there I wonder if his master is brother does he look anything like Masaru J I don't know he's young and he's got face paint on who knows and black hair Masaru's dad could have banged the Frigimon and had a kid right and there doesn't seem to be any of the main group has really like a happy or 100% normal upbringing. I guess you could say Masaru. That's what I've been but saying. But it's still like, even then it's just, it's still like his dad disappeared 10 years ago. That is a sad upbringing. He's been happy. He's your been dad, fighting. Your dad disappeared when you were four. You probably have, you're not too happy with that. Okay. If me- if Metal Phantom can't bring up a trauma associated with it, that's bad enough that he doesn't have to invent something new. His, his childhood must have been delightful. Mm. Yeah, it sucks he didn't have a dad, but he did fine. What you... I think you, what you're doing is minim- is um, minimizing the uh, value of a single parent family, whereas I think he can have a perfectly fine childhood. No, I'm just saying he is handling the fact that his mum lied to him and that his dad actually disappeared in the digital world, and he's handling that really well. He is. I think primarily because it gives him the opportunity to punch things. Yes, I also don't think that Masaru has too many thoughts going on in there. No, not many. It's mostly just a speed bag. It's just, it's yeah, it's mainly just punching. It's just like motivation for punching. I got a new motivation for punching. It's it's fine. And then I noticed in previous seasons, while each child did have a different family type, you know, there was parents together with a sibling, divorced parents separated from sibling, only child, adopted only child, dead parent with step family, parents with older siblings that are looked up to, and lots of siblings. And... This season is more or less the same. Like, we have Yoshino, who may or may not have sisters. Toma, <laughs> who true. we don't know if he has siblings or not yet. In the same way that Mimi has a brother, a sister, and a dog. And a cat. And a cat. Yep. Mimi has a huge family, despite <laughs> only having parents. They'll get him a trucks. This truck. Yeah. It's this truck. This gosh damn. This truck killed Mimi's entire family, except for her parents, because I guess Mimi's mum poisoned it or something. Or Mimi did. The dad didn't, though. The dad probably would have just tried to drive a golf cart into it. And this is something I really love about Digimon, is that all the families are relatively different. Like, there's, they go through quite a lot of different tropes of families, and none of them seem too similar to each other. And the way that they act around their families is different enough. I really do appreciate the fact that they put so much time into writing how each family acts and how it's different but you say so much time i don't think that's true i think that's a two-word description sorry like a two-sentence description that you just see though adventure did very well especially in i believe that was flower power when they were talking about all their families 
I think that's why we rated it such a good episode because we have Koshiro talking to his family about how he's adopted but he's fine with that. We have Sora basically knowing more about how her mum loves her and her mum wants to rescue her and makes friends with Biomon. We have Mimi loving her parents. It's great. Such a good episode. And that was one of the few episodes we got that explained the parent situation. And it's just, it's nice. And we had Joe wanting to be like his brothers. Yeah. It's, it's nice. And I feel like even though we had potentially sad upbringings with, you know, Koshiro's parents dying and his new parents adopting him and they're still being his real parents. Like, Koshiro still calls his parents mum and dad because they're his mum and dad. It's not like as sad as watched mum die. Then was rich and was a genius and had a great life. Yeah, but watched mum die mainly or had some traumatic moment that we don't know what happened yet or dad disappeared. They lived in a surprisingly normal house considering that he lives by himself in a massive mansion only eight years later. Mm. I think this I think this flashback might have been slightly lies. <laughs> no, the, the, I just think the dad is rich and possibly has issues. Also, Tom is a doctor and possibly very rich. Also, they're part, isn't he part of Austrian like royal family? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So how? why are they in this like weirdly modest house in this flashback? I didn't think about it until now. I think that's just the mum's house. Okay, but wouldn't the dad be around if he had such a big happy family? I, that's why I think the dad has issues. Okay, but wouldn't they be in like a big mansion because of that? I don't know. Maybe what? find out. Why would you ever... May- maybe you shouldn't talk think... about it. I... You've only seen a couple, like what, 16 episodes at this point? Oh yeah, that's not nearly enough to introduce things about this person's family and what's going on with their backstory. Also, while, we spent that whole episode about gambling. While we're talking about family, what if Tom's father and Masaru's mother fell in love and got married and Tom and Masaru were brothers? And we have this sitcom about the odd couple of like Masaru just like throwing his apple cores everywhere and Tom is like, why is there an apple core on the recycling? And Masaru's like, I tried. It's it's funny, but it's also so nonsense that I don't... My, were my, you drunk? No, my OTP is... Masaru's mum and Thomas' dad. But we don't. I guess I have to find out who Thomas' dad is. My OTP. I ship it. I ship it so hard. Okay. It's like a, you know. It's, it's also the odd couple. They're brothers. Imagine sure. them being brothers and they all move into the big the Bigham's house. And they would never even see each other because the house is too big. Yeah, but Masaru still wants to punch things. He just starts punching the walls. He's like, there are so many walls in this house, I could punch all of them and still have more to punch. It's my new OTPJ. Um, They're brothers now. I, I've actually got no words for you. That's really stupid. Are there any other re- reoccurring themes in Digimon? I know you said that the hospital's not a recurring theme because it's a thing in Do we media. have to talk about this on episode 16? Can we talk about it at the end of the season? Well, we've covered many Digimon now. Also, yeah, but I'm why just, is now appropriate? I mainly just want to talk about the fact we walked through a desert again. Oh, okay, well, that happened. Again, I don't think that's because it's a theme. I think it's because, like, it's easy to animate. Okay, okay, that's a good point. Also, it gives you a reason to make characters complain. Yeah, exactly. Because I feel like whenever we've had characters complain, they've always been walking through a desert. I don't think there are that many themes in Digimon. I think there are writing tools that get used over and over again. But I think that's out of convenience rather than, like, artifice. For Screenshot of the Week this week, I have Agumon almost dropping the vaccine because he looks so concerned. To be fair, Falcomon did just yell at him. What's I have Master yours? punching a big flower in the sky. It's awesome. Well, to be fair, like, that was going to be mine and then you sent me that as yours and I was kind of like, okay. That's like, KO! I guess I have a new one because Jay's not going to want to make a screenshot again. Yeah, that's true. You got me. Digimon introduced this episode. We have Metal Phantomon, the coolest Digimon design ever. It's cool except for its staff, which is garbage. I love him. I want to protect him. He's one of my favorite Digimon. That's fine. You're allowed. I have I have a, actually not... not it, my, my list of favorite Digimon isn't that long. It has Metal Phantomon, Phantomon, Deramon, and Edramon on it. The okay. coolest Digimon. Deramon's the coolest. He's a bird with a bow tie. I'm aware of it. So Jay had to leave. So what we're doing is... I'll record Post One Pat now and also the outro, but it'll just be me. 
So hopefully that's okay for everyone. So first of all, for weekly poll this week, the question was Aquilamon or Bergamon? First up, we have Alivorg who said Aquilamon would be fine to Piamon's line if Hawkmon didn't exist. But Aquilamon is so clearly designed to be Hawkmon's evolution that as soon as you know that, it becomes weird seeing it evolve from anything else. So weird enough, I like Aquilamon more than Bergamon. I'm going for Bergamon here. The bottom line is that Digimon evolution lines don't make any goddamn sense. This is probably throughout all of Digimon and is not specific to savers. While we're here to talk about Digiperv, I like Pekmon's design. Fight me. I also like Pekmon's design. I, I, I mean, I said it was silly, but I like it in a sort of like a silly way. Kyle says, I do prefer Aquilamon to Garudamon as an evolution line, but the problem becomes that Piamon to Aquilamon just isn't good from, to, as Hawkmon to Aquilamon. It wouldn't have hurt anything to have Puchan be Hawkmon, but having a Piamon feels lazy on Saver's behalf. I I think they had Piamon for the same reason they had Ugamon, is that it's sort of like this nostalgic, hey, remember this Digimon? And now it's different, and sort of like it's a different Piamon than before. However, I also think that, as Ellie Volk said, Aquilamon is better to have if it wasn't already an evolution from Hawkmon. And it, it does sort of fit Hawkmon better. But Aquilamon to, Ber- to Garudamon's not terrible. And I mean, I also don't really, I'm not a huge fan of Bergamon anyway. Then we had Hirolado who said, going ha- to have to go with the horned avian Aquilamon, it's just an overall better design and fits better with the Garudamon design wise. So now we will go to the poll. And I I also prefer Aquilamon personally. I mean, I don't hate Bergamon, but I just, I think I just like Aquilamon's design better. And I also think that it would have been nice to have Hawkmon instead of Piamon, because also Hawkmon was from Adventure Zero 2 as well. And even though it wasn't Adventure, it's still, that's still nostalgic enough. So we'll just go to view the results. So we only had 10 votes for this weekly poll, so it's it's not, the weekly polls aren't doing too well lately. And the winner was Aquilamon with six votes. And of course, Piamon having four votes. On Gmail, we have one from Embermoto, who of course, thank you again, sent us that wonderful bit of fan art. And they say that Masara's actions in episode 13 shouldn't have been rewarded with evolution. He was trying to protect his family, but he did in a reckless manner. And this should have led to a dark evolution, as it was similar to Takato, or had Rise Greymon reversed to a Digi-Egg after the fight. And that would have been good too, but I also felt like it was, he wasn't forcing his Digimon to evolve to, to protect the family. It was more like his own sort of evaluation of himself of not being able to protect his family. So I feel like if he said, no, you you must be stronger, you must be stronger to protect my family, that's forcing it on the Digimon. But in, instead, what we got was him forcing it on himself. So it's more like a, of a self-reflection rather than a, this is all my Digimon's doing, my Digimon has to be stronger, it's nothing to do with me. And then Emomoto also says, Keenan has the same English VA as Kulamon and Tommy from Frontier. Another one is from Ryuchi on Gmail, and he says, Did May stumble across the reason Frontier kids survived Lusamon's attack head on? They were in their human form, and therefore a Digimon attack could not hurt them. Ryuji says that Tai also sounds the same in Tri because it's similar to Joshua Seth's voice, so he didn't need to change it much to be an adult. Then Ryuchi says that Kenan should not speak in broken language because he was brought out with both Falcomon and Yukiduramon being fluent speakers. And I never actually realised this, and this this makes me mad at why Akuto speaks in broken everything, because no, di- no human in the digital world being raised by Digimons should not speak fluent in any language because Digimon are fluent in every language, right? Then Ryuchi asked, Jay can talk May into changing opinions and ratings. Can May do the same? No, Jay is far too stubborn to ever change his opinion or anything. Also, he's a lawyer, so he's basically trained not to give in to someone else's opinion. 
So it's it's physically impossible. Then we have Replica, Replica Rabbit, who says they enjoy the podcast and how it talks about the English and Japanese. And they just caught up. They also say they're annoyed that May said how Tamers is overrated. And... Oh, well, I do say this. This is my that was my own personal opinion. I don't mind that people don't think that. I just think that while it may be the best series in Digimon, I don't. I don't think that pe- people put it on a higher pedestal than it deserves. Like people say that it doesn't have any problems, and it does have problems. Like it does have things that it could have done better. And I feel like it's overrated in the fact that it doesn't. It it doesn't go. I guess far enough into being a good show. It is yes, it's very good compared to the first se- seasons of Digimon. Like it was is better than that, and it's better than Frontier, and it's probably better than and better than Savers maybe, and it's better than Cross Wars. I just I think that people just think it's it's this flawless work of art, and I don't think that. But that that again is just my opinion. So Replica Rabbit says that Tamers was mind blowing at the time and left a mark on young minds. The first episode had a scary moment when Gilmon killed some mice and looks like he's going to kill, do the same to Takato. And yeah, that, that was a good moment. However, the whole leaving a mark on young minds, I think that's also why people tend to put it on a pedestal because it left such a, a huge imprint on kids' minds that the other seasons just didn't. It's because it is it was so different and so much darker and so much better than other seasons. So a lot of people have this this like impression of Tamers that it is again, we should aim for Digimon to be better than better than possible, right? And just Tamers does have some things wrong with it, but it's still a great season. But that's again my opinion. Then Replica Rabbit says it has Konaka's blog where he explains in English about working on Tamers. Other seasons don't have that. Then they, finally they say Savers isn't on Tamers level of character characterization and story wise, but Savers has better villains. Tamers beat Savers with everything else though, and that's fair. Like I'm I'm looking forward to Jay experiencing the the enemies in Savers because I think they might be some of the I feel like they've got good motivation compared to other seasons. On Tumblr, Trickster Holy Angel, who was previously IRL Yuya, says call out to Jay who is who is not here. I'm sorry, he's He's not here. He had to had to go to gym because we're recording on a, a weeknight because otherwise this episode would not come out this week. And she says, Palmon having an injury after devolving didn't make sense, but also Jay complained that back in Tamers that Terrymon didn't have the scar on his face when he first evolved to Gargamon. And they say that they were listening to old episodes and got to episode 58, which was Carlateral Damage. And I remember him saying that and I feel like I'm, I referenced that before, but I could be wrong. We then have a message from Ali Vorg who says that they were very bewildered to hear that Jeff Nimoy said he'd watched all the savers before writing Data Squad. So far, they said they've noticed numerous things that seemed to them like the dub writers were definitely going episode by episode. There's lots of parts that are seemingly unimportant to the current episode, but are actually foreshadowed or relevant to later episodes, and the dub versions lose this meaning. There's also a big example of this in the change the dub made to how Digimon are affected by human emotions. There will be at least one major event later on in the series, which later which in the dub's explanation simply will not make sense. And if they knew about this in advance, they should have kept the explanation and the same as possible to the originals. All they can assume is that either Jeff had forgotten many details about the series who was writing the dub, or the main writing team was separate from him and he'd only vaguely oversaw it. I think the latter is probably the most possible there. I mean, we, we touched on this before because Jay had read this message before we covered this. And speaking of the emotions thing, episode 13 is a great example of how a dub's explanation for it doesn't work. In the original, Piermon being all vacant and out of it indicates that we're seeing the same kind of mindlessly influenced by human emotions been going on up and on up until now. He enters the human world and starts rampaging because these residual emotions from the friendship with Chica and they're causing him to search for the human world for this Chica despite these not in the right mind enough to actually remember who she is. In the dub it sounds like Beomon is still herself. Oh himself sorry. 
and just wants to see Kirsty again. Because it wouldn't make any sense for him to be willingly feeding off those emotions and they shared, even if he, he'd still just be in his right mind and would still remember her. So the fact that he doesn't actually remember Kirsty in the end is complete nonsense. Another example in the dub is that changes seem fine now, but they're going to make less sense in the future, is that the government guy. In the original, he's part of the Ministry of Confidentiality. Not the military, but some kind of branch of the government dedicated to keeping Digimon a secret from the public. Which is why he has influence over Dats, even though he's not directly connected to them. In the dub, he is instead just outright the director of Dats. Keep in mind, this seems unimportant for now, but this guy will show up again later, and his change dub role almost certainly won't make much sense then. So that that's fair. Like it, yeah. I think you. There are a few things that aren't quite there if you think that they are covering it with knowing it all in advance but I still think that maybe Nimoy saw everything before but the rest of the writing staff possibly didn't maybe the translators didn't maybe they changed a few things and Nimoy maybe didn't proofread it enough or didn't think or maybe maybe he just forgot so there is a lot and I guess we'll, we'll discuss that more as the series goes on and with the will Shackmon says it feels that Toma has ir- um, irritation suspicion of Mercurymon wanting to take over the real world Pegmon's design so so bad it's great the way he runs around is unexpected. A change in episode 13 was in the English, the disbandment is threatened but in Savers it seems to actually happen. And then in episode 14, Masaru seems to care more than Marcus when talking to his mum. And then regarding Atmon episode 48, Eugen crying on command really twists the knife and yeah, it, it, it does. On Slack, Genome says, Regarding your Aquilamon Piamon argument, it's very akin to if you have a wooden boat and gradually replace every piece of wood until all the parts are replaced, do you have your original boat or something completely different? Either way, Nom says he sides with me. Even if the data is changed, there's still a core that makes this Aquilamon an evolution of that Piamon. Most notable are his memories. If he he was entirely new data, Chica would never have been relevant. I did think of a metaphor of May sides. If a software of any sort got an upgrade, entirely new design, functions added, removed, changed, name changed, it would still be the same software because it is the basis of the previous version. It's not a form scratch thing. As for Chica's sensing that Aquilamon is Piamon, this may not be the best example, but I feel, you need, I feel the need to bring it. Say there's an author you love and read all their books. Said author had taken a pen name and wrote a book with a completely different ideas. Maybe in, in, in another genre. When you read that book, you might get a hunch it's the same person, even without knowing how to pinpoint and why. I think it's the same with Chica and Piamon, a sort of bond that you would still recognise him. And that's that's a really good metaphor. It's a shame that, that Jade wanted had to go to gym and not listen to this, but I'll, I'll definitely pass this part on to him so maybe we get his thoughts next week and we get like a postmom postmom pat all right everyone join us next time for cheese sweet home is yoshi's biggest battle the one with herself or the singing voice that calls upon a miracle the lilamon evolution and the clash with marukimon or the dats team annihilated clash marukimon for Weekly Wonders this week, I'm going to plug something that I discovered about a week ago, but I forgot it existed until it came came up on YouTube for Watch This Again. And it is this great little music video of all these different anime openings and all the cliched things like birds in the sky or the characters running. And I feel like it's really artistic and really on point, and I feel like everyone who is a fan of anime should watch it because I feel like it's a... It's not an insult to anime, like it's just showing you that yes, there are a lot of tropes in anime and it doesn't make it not unique, but a lot of people take it to this mean, oh, this is just a, an insult for anime not being unique, but like, no, this is, it's fine and I I think everyone should watch it. It's really great. 
And there's, and the person who did this video also uploaded another one, which was unique anime openings. And they had sort of like the opposite and had all these things that were only done in unique anime. And some of the openings also were part of the cliched ones. So while some openings had cliched moments, they also had complete unique moments. And so it's pretty great. The link dump's linked in the description, and you can also find our weekly poll linked in the description, which is, which season had the best death or hospital scene? Adventure, Zero Two, Tamers, Frontier, or Savers? You can find our screenshot of the week and our weekly wonders linked in the description and in our link dump. Our Redbubble is also linked in the description, and you can get more than just shirts there too, and we have the new design, which we mentioned a couple of episodes ago, so please check that out, that'd be cool. You can contact us and stay updated. You can email us at lostintranslation1 at gmail.com or you can comment on this episode or message us on SoundCloud. You can follow us on at translation1 on Twitter and you can find us on Lost in Translation on Tumblr, Facebook, Instagram and YouTube. We have a discussion on With the Will and a Red Thread in the Digimon subreddit and we'd appreciate if you were to review us on iTunes, Stitcher or whatever podcast listening service you use. We have a website and you can vote in our weekly poll. You can also donate to our Patreon, which link in the description and on our website from as little as a dollar a month. A dollar a month gets you access to a listener Slack chat group but higher levels gets you things like more rewards, like notes, early episodes, and more. And thanks to our Patreon supporters, Sam Krieger, who hosts a podcast called The Modcast, alongside other Patreon supporters, Stevie, and this talks about Pokemon and Digimon. Stevie is also Stevie Patamon on, on Tumblr and takes commissions. Wu Qinglong, who is on Twitch as Wu Qinglong, Metal Marmimon, Joe, Penguin Mage, Anime Guy, who is Anime Guy, Kurosaki, and then the number one on YouTube, Chakmon, Ishpel Bamba, Hirolato, who is Hirolato on Twitter, Jason Morosky, Ryuchi, who is Frost Moragic on Archive of Our Own, Stephen Reeves, who is at Wildwing64 on Twitter, Kaidawashi, Mac, Noam, Riku, Chisai, who you can follow at Chisai236 on Tumblr, Corey, Kyle, Delady Bugman, who you can read his blog about anime on bagubaragu.wordpress.com, Small Wolfie, who is on Tabasco as Small Wolfie, and has a comic called Eden of Melancholy, Tom, Glitchcoat, Azra McCool, Nicholas, Gene Hackmon, Matthew, Anthony, who is Anticlassic on Twitter, Lismet, who is Alekmon on Tumblr, Sithobi, Ali Vork, who is Ali Vork on Tumblr, Sporky McForkenspoon, Megan, Kyliak, Neobu, Jams, and The Time Optimus. You can also make a one-off donation on our PayPal, which can be found in the description. It's paypal.me slash edgemon. Make sure to listen to this podcast. We'll see you guys next time. Bye!